Oh yeah, you might hit me with that body too. Yeah, 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 I got you, man. That's what I'm doing. Thank you. Let me double cup you for you. Yes, thank you, please. Do you want some too, or I'm good. Thank you. Cool. Yeah, Ben is not a vodka man. He is a. He, he is I a most scotch. certainly am not. No, you're. Scot- are you a Scotch man? Scotch. Yeah, now oh, I yeah, remember. I, I, fuck, I fuck with you. We friends. Scotch and bourbon is where I like to go. Thank you. I, find, I like you know. I find I really like bourbon's more bitter, ain't it? Is it more bitter? You know, I don't know. Than Scotch? I yeah. Don't know. I don't know. I think I feel like Scotch is sometimes a little more sweet, but maybe I'm tweaking. Scotch is definitely. It feels a little harsher, but not like in a bad way. More like in a. It's got like a unique flavor to it. I can't explain it. I don't know enough about this stuff, you know. Yeah, I, I know. It's, it's kind of like I feel like it's like kind of like I don't study this shit, but it's like kind of like just I don't, I don't know. I was going through taste, mm. you know. Like I'll like drink. I'll drink like you know. I I drink a lot, but like, I'll drink something and be like, and eh, just kind of has this little taste to it, you know. Like vodka for some damn reason be sweet for no reason and shit or something. But like that's even the, but like that. That's even like the cheaper ones. Like, I'm just for for some weird weird reason it'd be like a little sweet. Very sweet, like New Amsterdam, lemon New Amsterdam. Oh fuck that, man! I, don't, I never do the flavored shit. That shit give me a stomach ache. Yeah, I don't like flavored any alcohol at all. I want like the straight thing. Straight shit, pure. Bro, we're bro, we're, we're on the same level of that. <laughs> yeah, is that what you're doing right now? Just straight vodka. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that your main drink you like? Uh, depends. Like more like summertime or fall time. I can sometime I can do vodka. Winter, I like to do whiskey. Mm. You know, because whiskey give you, give you that. Give, you know how that whiskey give you the heat? Mm-hmm. You know, give you that. I mean, well, alcohol give you that. But it give you that little fire in your belly, in your chest and shit when, like, drinking whiskey. I'm like, oh, this shit kind of, mm, this shit a little strong. Mm. So how you guys doing? <laughs> we good. Yeah. Chilling like a villain. How, uh, how has music been for you since <laughs> the pandemic happened? Mm. <laughs> we got a process. We got a process, uh... Last, uh, at the other, at the, um, WZRD. Oh wait, we did some at WZRD at the start of the pandemic. No, no, no. We got. I so saw we got. We got approached this. We got approached with this question. Oh yeah, WZRD asked this. Yeah, too. yeah. I'm like, yeah. It, 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 I mean, it's not like it's not, it's not like a bad thing. I'm just like, just one kind of like making that a good segue. But like, yeah, like it sucked. Yeah, it sucked. Nonetheless, it sucked. Like, man, pull pull this up. It sucked because um, I couldn't do no damn shows. We had like a whole, bro. We had like a whole fucking tour we were setting up because we're because we're like throwing because we're putting money together so we can go ahead and get this tour cracking. Because uh, usually every year we go to Ace, the uh, anime the anime convention and shit in uh, Rosemont. And you know, well, yeah, for the uh, to promote the Citizen record. Because every time we go, if you like check out, if y'all check out our Instagrams, drx at drxquinnx it. At L-I-L-K-Y-D-D. L-I-L underscore K-Y-D-D. Oh, L-I-L underscore K-Y-D-D. Uh, we'll talk about that. Wait, how about this? Let's introduce yourselves first. All right. And then we'll keep going. All right, bet. There you go. All right, well, then let's do this. <laughs> Hi, I am the Lord Don Bronzeville Briscoe God Gooch Lord Gluttony Dr. Quinn bringing mass hysteria to your motherfucking, to uh, Ben's area. And we got, um, we got, hold up, GM from your BM's DM. It's... L-I-L-K-Y-D-D. You already know Lil Kid. Find me at L-I-L underscore K-Y-D-D, otherwise known as the asterisk, otherwise known as the trench coat wizard. wizard. 
Like, I'm, I mean, I'm blanking on all the other monikers, but those are the other, <laughs> those are usually the two. Yeah. But, but together, yeah. we are the citizen. Yeah. Orewa Kominda. And where are you guys hailing from? Where are you guys coming from? We hail, we hail from the great city of Chicago. It's lovely there. It's, it's lovely around this time. Usually, I don't know. I'm just, just making this up. But the cold the cold is brutal. The cold is very <laughs> yeah. fucking brutal. It's yeah. kind of a gray area for me, actually. Like um, Cold? No, 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 no. Like, not even the cold. Like, I'm, I'm born in Chicago, like, raised in the south suburbs. And because the south suburbs are split into so many different, like, areas... I don't even want to drop the exact spot because then people will go looking and I'm just like, no, no, no. We'll no. give y'all a hint is where Juice World's from. Yeah, yeah. Well, no, not even where Juice World's from. And y'all from. went to high school together. We went, to, we went to high school together, but, like, I mean, to be fair, like, and, and I'm totally fine with, with saying that it's HF because HF is, like, an incubator for, for rappers. Yeah. Freaking Rocky Fresh went there. Femdot went there. there yeah. Martin Sky went there. Oh. He's a producer. Can you be more specific? What you said, HF? Home with Lostmore. Oh, okay. Yeah, but it's it actually uh, serves a lot of different communities. So, I mean, just like the name would imply, you have people coming in from Homewood and Flossmore. You have people that come in from Hazelcrest. Hazelcrest. You got yeah. people that come in from uh, just, uh, I'd say, I don't know if it reaches Harvey, but... Yeah. Um, it reaches a lot of different townships. Like, uh, I, uh, man, I can't geography. I'm going to be real. But uh, Olympia Fields, it can probably reach Olympia Fields. <laughs> Talk about as far as uh, the district is concerned? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And this is a high school? Yes. Yeah. Okay. That's where you went to high school? Oh, yes. And and these days, it, it's like it grows bigger and bigger every time I look at it. Like, it, it's always funny to think about because I always joke about it and say that um, our class was like the last class that actually acted like they had any sense. It's like, uh, HF is a sinking ship. That's what I always said. HF was a sinking ship and we were the last survivors. But if you were to look at exactly how it's built and how it keeps growing and developing, you wouldn't think that like, it looks like some, some of these college campuses. Like I went to GSU and I still look at HF and I'm like, nah, that's, that's fucking bigger. <laughs> hmm. Really, it's that big. It's that big. It's wow. yeah, like it's got a north building and a south building and a field house and just like all this different stuff. I mean, at the risk of sounding like a basic ass nigga who lives in his high school days, it's a pretty interesting place. They're trying to turn it in. No, it's already there. It's already a. It, it's already an art school, pretty much. Like they focus on the arts. And and that's a good thing about it. Don't die on me, Quinn. <laughs> no, I ain't, no, I can't die. I'm God, man. I can't die. <laughs> you ascending over there, just like, but nah, like. Oh man, that's that. That's that. Uh, what's that? Oh damn, what the fuck? He, see, that's that good because I forgot what he what he told me. I uh, damn, I forgot what it was called. Go ahead, go ahead, Dom. No, no, but yeah, like I, I remember it vividly. Like they would always talk about the the sports and stuff me personally i quite frankly thought that our, our sports team sucked but that's just my opinion <laughs> we, we really came there and learned about like, like you you go there for the arts truthfully like it's their arts and their broadcasting and all these different things that have to do with like the arts in general so visual art you know broadcasting any kind of like media, poetry, rapping, stuff like that, all that stuff is nurtured in that environment to the point where I feel like 
it was the proper move for it to become an art school. Even when I wasn't even there, it's almost like you knew that that was what was making the money, you know, or that was the flagship attribute of the school because everybody was always just so, like, talented. There were all these talented minds just thinking outside the box, and it was a very chill place, you know, like, uh, they would, there's always this stereotype of high school and the high school experience that it's just like, oh, everybody sticks to their own kind and, and you know, it's all clicky and stuff like that. Like, no, no, like, you, you had, like, the Yu-Gi-Oh table. I was a part of that Yu-Gi-Oh table. But you sometimes you'd have, like, the so-called jocks coming in. They'd, they'd come through and, you know, like, we'd spit bars and stuff like that. And, you know, even this one time, like, this one of the one of the people who did basketball, like, he was ready on his way to a game, just all sharp-dressed. You know how they go to the games all sharply dressed, and he just had a whole box of Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and he just folded me them shits. And I'm just like, it was mostly commons, but I'm just like, oh, man, that's for those, love. For those who do not know, folding, a verb meaning to defeat. <laughs> or also, or also, or also can be, or or also can be used to to cave. Folding. The way I am using it, I, I always think that to fold, as the infinitive, would mean, like it could mean that, but it could also mean to give, to give up, like yeah, fold them shit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like cave. Like that's to, what I meant by cave. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's strange because like just any kind of. Any kind of, like, craft that you see, like, people would just nurture that at HF. It's like I'm trying—I feel like I'm sounding very ambiguous about it, but— Well, let me ask you a question. Did you come to music while there, like, as a singer? Um, No, actually—well, yes and no. Like, when I first started rapping, I was fresh out of junior high, and— it was at that point that I knew that my basketball career was over. <laughs> like, that was that was the funny part about it. It was almost like, you know how, like, there's that crossroads? Or, you know, like, yeah. you can either, like, as, as a black youth, especially as a black male, it's kind of like they'll expect you to do one or two things. And, like, my algebra teacher, it was funny because she would always say some shit like, oh, it's like, don't you guys do anything other than play basketball and rap it was racist as fuck mm -hmm. but like it was <laughs> but, <laughs> there was some truth to it some truth that's uh, real. like yeah. i mean you you either it seemed like everybody was either their niche was either shooting basketball playing some kind of sport or rapping or who knows maybe maybe they just want to do drugs or sell drugs this is i mean it, it is what it is like i didn't see too many of that latter type but I knew they existed, and I knew they were around. But I will neither confirm nor deny it. <laughs> Man, see, and that's and that's something that's different from my high school. Like you're, see, like what that's what something uh, as a formerly being a teacher, you know, like as an educator, I've a uh, you know of all you know even before that as a kid, you know, I've always heard as a kid, you know, like schools taking away programs. I even seen programs get taken away, like yeah. even a even a sport got taken away because of uh, what was it, uh. Two reasons, yeah. Those two reasons. Uh, the um, I was, when I was in college, uh, the wrestling team, uh, the re there was no more wrestling team. They took it away because uh, there weren't that many people uh, joining, and uh, they're either because yeah, they're they're not there weren't that many people joining, and also uh, the uh, the grades, their mm -hmm. grades. So the and and that, and that took that whole program away. The mm -hmm. grades fucked it all up. So 
and it's kind of like you know we got to remember like schools are a business you know oh, yeah. schools are real are a real business you know I, I ain't, especially like when you get to college oh no period period yeah. period like think like I think about it like this like if you think about college versus versus your high school who do you think is getting the most money as far as administration I guess it depends on the college but if it's state schools it might be it might be high school yeah, so basically, it right, yo, the school districts. And, like, the high like, ups at college will get yeah. will get paid well. Yeah, it's like, I'm thinking, like, all right, you got the you got the district, all right? Like, say, for instance, for me, I, I'm originally from Champaign, so I may, be from, I may be living in Chicago, but I'm not from the, I am originally from Champaign, Illinois. 217 all day, let it be known. Um, uh, all right, you have, like, Central, all right, the high school, Central Centennial, uh, yeah, Central and Centennial. I said the only two high schools, and then you got uh, the middle schools: uh, Edison, Franklin, and uh, and uh, Edison, Franklin, and Jefferson. And then you got—I uh, don't even know all the damn uh, public schools. I only went to—I went to private school my uh, first uh, seven years. Yeah, to, yeah, because when you got to count kindergarten, it's your first year, right? Mm-hmm. So, like my first seven years of my life, you know, I went to—I went to a private school, went to a Catholic school, and shit. It's kind of what has been kind of also inspires like my music and shit a little more but i mean i'll get to that a little later but uh uh like owning like with that owning district like thinking about it like that it's like yeah colleges may be generating a lot more a lot of money if not generating the most but it's like the district and shit and it's like the state is really getting a lot more money off uh fr- off of them then then the college could get off itself because mm. it's like one independent business versus versus one independent business with a franchise like we get we don't even think about school districts being franchises like when you said all the towns uh around you all the suburbs around you i was like ah so the district facilitates so many uh different towns and shit because y'all get busted from different areas like like um i even remember as a teacher like uh what did you teach i used to be a sub okay i used to be a substitute and i also used to teach uh special ed as well okay so what what drew, uh, drew you to special ed uh, I just wanted to do it. That was it. That was blatantly it. I was like, I needed a job. I just want to do it and get my foot in the door in education. Mm-hmm. So why not? And I never thought of it as difficult. I mean, I've been through some. Fa- I've been through some fades. So, like I've you know, but it's like I- I'll tell you the first. My uh, I'll tell you the story of my very first job. Right? This is whole. This is so funny. Right. <laughs> so man, it's so funny. Man, my very first job, uh, as in my very first, my very first job as a kid, I, I got I got my very first job at like what fifteen. So I worked at this grocery store, right, like uh, called IGA. But this is my first job as a teacher. This this now what was beautiful about this job was that I was able to create lesson plans. I was able to you know I had a lot of control, mm-hmm. and I'm not a person who likes to have a lot of. I'm a team player, you know. Like for instance, like with us. You know all the all these work experiences, and people don't like to, don't like to think about it that way. But when it comes to entertainment, you got to think of entertainment as a job in a business. Like when me and him are talking about splitting money, uh, how we, uh, 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 you know, coming over to each other's house and the shit to uh, rehearse and shit. You know, that's that business part. You know mm-hmm. that you know like that. You know what I mean? Like low key, like schools and jobs have groomed you to kind of you know. Get ready for that, but all right. So my first job, right, being a special ed, right, and, and a lot of people always ask, always tell me like, "Oh my god, you're so patient, you're so." <laughs> that should be pissing me off. Yeah, it ain't about no goddamn patience. It's about understanding. Like, all right, nigga, look, if you was, if I'm gonna say this, 
if you were unable, to, I mean, think about this. If you were unable to talk, not 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 like you're mute. Now you you may not. I don't know if you've seen this population. I'm just I'm just saying like. But I was giving examples like you know it's not like you give out grunts. It's just it's you're nonverbal. You know you make you can make vocal noises, but you can't formulate words. Yeah. You know now imagine being like having that and exp- trying to express yourself to somebody while having li- limited cognizance of understanding basic functions in the sense of what you call it like uh say for instance you forget sh- like we all forget certain shit like we forget something like sign language or something like that yeah and just imagine having that and then i you know and i'm trying to and if i was a dick i'll be thinking like oh you just need that all right we'll go but it's not but that's not what you need when you be upset mm-hmm. that's the population that and that's the that's the thing that people got to understand it's like if you understand those parts those little things with certain people you can understand a lot more you know like my friend monica shout out to monica grayson you got to give the same energy give the same energy to your ears as you do your lips mm. give the same energy to your ears as you do your lips you know you can talk all day don't mean you listening mm-hmm. so once so then uh but that wasn't the case with me with this student this was this is a whole other thing so so this is how it goes I was a uh, so he had a um in his curriculum or yeah in his uh right in his lesson plan you know he had he had to be able to learn how to uh use the keyboard mm-hmm. appropriately right <clears throat> and in that sense of like knowing how to actually type you know so uh, what was it? All right. First off, the, the student was the student was seventeen, six foot three. So I'm six five, right? So this is yo height basically, at two hundred and thirty pounds. I'm just to get just to let you know before what happened. You go you you can already guess what happened, but let me. You're right. I'm just building it up now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um. You know, he he was very frustrated because he wasn't understanding how to type. You can tell him what fingers to use, but it's kind of like micromanaging. You know, it's like if I were to micromanage y'all, I'd be like, oh, man, do this, do that. No, no. So I'm like, all right. And I saw a certain tool because I was reading um an autism or uh, a special needs book, you know, like for like uh, schools and stuff to like, help people with their, uh, you know, Develop their skills. I was reading a magazine. I was like, "Yeah." I saw a keyboard with different colors and gloves that came with uh, the, the the with those same colors. I'm like, "Oh shit! Hold on, hold on. Let's get this shit. Let's get this shit." <laughs> Top of the morning. Top of the morning. <laughs> Top of the morning. And so I was like, "Oh shit! That's a." And I was thinking like, we could we could order that. Or I can ask permission and re- and make it myself. I mean, I mean, hey, you, I mean, hey, you, you go to art school and shit, and you've been, you do art all your life, you know. You're like, fuck it, you can make shit, <laughs> shit. Especially being, especially when you're like a lo- young kid that was uh, that that in school, all they did was uh, what, cut paper and shit. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, I made, I made, I made him one of those sets, right? And so you know, he was able to type, right? So he was, and he he felt he felt less anxiety. So it was good. So, like most teenagers, 
there's days you just don't want to do. You ain't you don't feel you don't feel it. You don't feel shit. You don't feel it at all. You're like, fuck you. I, I'm not even here today. And he wasn't there today. <laughs> so and so he just be and I'm trying, you know, me trying to help him out. I'm like, I because I try to use less instruction with him. You know, I was using less instruction at that time, you know. Cause I'm, I'm but again, I'm a rookie. I'm I'm still learning. So he uh the fuck? So um he was just like, he was basically fucking around, one time. And I, you know, I had to redirect him. I was like, and um, he his reward was uh pop because his mom wanted him to get off soda because he drinks soda like a motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And his mom, uh, you know, not his mom, but uh, but he, that was his reward. It was pop. So I was uh okay, I'm like, okay, I'm I like, all right, man, I'm gonna take your pop away. He was like, don't take, don't take pop. I'm like, and then, all right, then, then do what you need to do. He started typing again. Then he started fucking around. Oh, no, no. It was because he was showing teeth. Mm. And then that's another thing. Because, I mean, he would do... He would, I am I'm not going to show because, I mean, I don't want to get legally in trouble. But, <laughs> you know, because that means not to, it's not even making fun of the man. But he he would show his teeth, you know, in a, a very, like, angrily way and shit. So, you know, people would... And so it's like, you know, we're just teaching him how to, you know be appropriate in public, you know? It was like, yeah, you may be mad. Like, I get mad at people and stuff. I'm, I'm wait, walk around and make a little look like, Shh. but then, you know, but that's that's something we learn how to do, right? But at the same time, when you have a certain, at a certain cognizance, it's like, yeah, some coping mechanisms, you know, take some time for you to get over, you know? And we have to find new ones. So mm-hmm. then, um, I, uh, so then, um, he, he was showing his teeth profusely. You know, I say profusely because I ain't going to talk about how many times we got to keep you going, but like, I ain't going to talk about how many times, but yeah, after a while, I was like, all right, man, like, pop is gone. He's like, don't take pop. I'm like, nah, yeah, nah, man, pop is gone. And I didn't, wasn't yelling at him. I was just saying it like that. Like, nah, man, pop is gone. You show, you showing your teeth. Pop is gone. You understand? And then he looked at me as dead as you looking at me right now. He said this. He was. He looked at me on. Uh, I was. Yeah. So I was. He hit me on the right. On the left side. He was like, Psh, that quick. Now any other human being would definitely throw a fade with this young man. I did not. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, you had. Because I mean, I'm gonna be real. This is why I said I. I, I used to get in phase myself as a kid. If you've never lived that life, you wouldn't know how to learn how to discipline yourself. It's not like. I feel it's good. No, so no one have to get in a fight, but or beat up. But you got in a lot of fights growing up. Oh yeah, as a kid, man, all the time as a kid. But you know, you learn when and when not to fight. When would you fight? Like, what reasons some, did you have? When someone hit me. Why they hit you? Though? Like, what? I don't know. You don't know. I mean, I don't remember sometimes. Like some, I I'm not even bringing up that story. But yeah, I, no one one was well I, well one is uh because I blocked this dude's shot and he got oh mad. basketball. Yeah, and then he punched me in the mouth. Just because you blocked him? Yep. And he punched me in the mouth, and I mean, I was like, I went to the mirror. I was like, did the Bruce Lee thing, and I was looking in the mirror. I was looking in the mirror. I was in the uh, lo- I was in the gym still. Where I was looking in the mirror. I'm like, oh hell, no, I ain't gonna take this shit. And so threw a fade with his ass and won. You dikembe'd him and got run our test. Well, this is funny, man. Right? <laughs> this is so funny how this this is this is what funny how it happened, right? So, I purposely missed a punch. Just to fuck with him, and just to get him squared up. And then 
you know, we and then we boxed it out. Uh, I blocked a good chump, but he got me in the face a few times. I definitely hit him a bunch of times in the face. So I was ready. I was ready. I didn't want to fight him, but I was like, dude, I'm not going to take this shit no more with y'all bullying me. Mm-hmm. So and this is after school, thank God, because it's during the open gym. And so uh, he goes and picks me up. It's funny as hell, right? He picks me up. And then I'm drilling him in the face still, just, you know, because I'm like, I don't care what you do. I'm going to shift my weight down. I know I know karate and shit, so it's like I know how to fight. Like, bro, like, I, I don't pride myself on it. It's just I don't even like fucking doing it. I cry when I do that shit. When you fight? Yeah, I literally cry. Like, if I, if I, if I start crying, oh, just get the hell away from me. There is no <laughs> calming me down. Mm-hmm. But. And that sounds hard. Yeah, but, um, but he, uh. Put me down. He kind of quartered me in the wall, but then I kicked him. And then the uh, and then the uh, instructor or the coach or whatever was like, it wasn't our coach, but like the dude I was watching us. You know, he like split us up and stuff. Then dude came to school talking about some. Uh, no, people came to school talking about I lost, right? But he came in. He came into school looking like Martin <laughs> from that one episode when he fought uh, that one boxer. Claiming that he win. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> he came into school Man, looking like that. I used to I, love that show growing up. I swear, right? I love that I was that in a show. far lunch table, and I could see from there. I was like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. But what's fucked up was, like, I was like, yeah, it was, I just don't, I don't like fighting at all, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, I like to be peaceful, you know? Like, that instant, you know, someone who's so... I feel like being so used to that, because I mean, it's not like I grew up like in a lot of fights. Like, oh man, I was picking. They just came to me. <laughs> you know, I got it, beat. It was up. always self defense. Yeah, always. Yeah. I got beat up at four years old, man. Mm-hmm. Man, this also. All right, let's talk about some racism on in this one too. Like, I was four years old in my in front of my house. I wanted to go out. I wanted to go play with the neighbors. I didn't have any friends. I just wanted to go play. I got hit in the head with a rock, and I, I got called a nigger. And it hit me, got, got hit in the head with a rock. I was knocked out for five minutes. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm dead ass serious. I was knocked out for five fucking minutes. Oh my god! They hit me in the. I still got that's the a big rock. Yeah, one of them, one of them, uh, one of them decorative rocks. You know what I'm talking about? The ones mm-hmm. in the yard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got hit with Man. one of those. Four. Oh my god! Was yeah. it another kid? Yeah, and him and his brothers and sh- him and his friends and brothers and shit. White white kids. Yeah. Yeah. And then one, right, one called me a nigga, and then all of a sudden, I, I was playing ball, but I, I sucked. You know, I mean, I'm four years old. You know, I can't, you can't throw a basketball that high. No, you can't. Do that. No. Try, try to develop your muscles and shit. Yeah. And, and, you know, before technique, <clears throat> one called me a nigga, and then one, and then, he, and then uh, they, I think I got what punched in the stomach or I got, I got punched in the chest, some shit, and then I got hit in the head with a rock. Oh my god. Yeah. That's heavy, man. Jesus. I'm thankful my school had a fucking zero tolerance policy. Really? That wasn't school, man. That was that was outside my house. Oh that was, damn. That's where you lived. That's where I right. I said I walked to the neighbor's house and this shit happened. Like what next happened door. when you woke up? Do you remember? My mom taking me in. To the hospital. Nah. nah oh, just to the house. Just to the house. Did you end up going to the hospital? Nah, I was good. Wow. I, I just got cracked with a rock. It was it wasn't it didn't uh right, my mom was checking me, but I was good. Man. But yeah, that, that was outside the house, literally. My mom saw what happened and then told them to get away and shit. Like that should never be someone's earliest memories, you know. Growing up in Champagne, you know. Hey, I mean, 
it is what it is, you know? Like, I'm, you know, like, I never, I'm lucky to have the family I have. I'm lucky to have the friends and stuff. You know, I, just, I came from my homie's marriage, you know, shouts to the Brunsons. Um, uh, but, um, you know, it, it, that's not, that's never been, that's never made, that's never been or made me, you know? I understand, I understand, you know, what what's out there, you know? I'm, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to say it. It's like more so like, you know, I mean, I understand racism, you know, to a T. There's really no other way to explain it outside of just like, like it's just it's a it's a mental illness. Like Jane Elliott said, it's a mental illness, and we don't even want to classify it in the DSM. It, f- it feels like it no, no, when I, I witness someone else who I can't imagine what it feels like when you are receiving it. It's a but it's when I say it's a mental illness, it's like it's not with us. Is with y'all, yeah, you know, because yeah, yeah. it's like to not be able to understand, but not it's not about to not be able to understand, but to be able. Well, as people, we should be able to just do when it comes to making when it comes to making a change. Mm-hmm. You know, we see something wrong, we do something about it. But with but with the issue of racism is, oh, I can choose not to. You know, oh, right. Like it took one person to film Rodney King. Everybody else just drove by, mm-hmm. and it may not been, and it wasn't even during the time of uh, of uh, of uh, camera phones and shit or mm-hmm. smartphones, whatever the fuck. Like it was during the time of uh, video recorders, old and, VHS recorders. Yeah, and, and dude, oh, yeah. and dude just had happened to have and was like, I can't do this. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like it's real. It is. It is very real. It's it's awful. But it's never, you know, until that shit ends, I ain't gonna trip. I mean, I'm just like, you know, uh, I, you know, shit, shit, shit. I'll say Eddie Schaefer for finding, for finding my, uh, and my old Twitter, for finding my old Twitter account, uh, for saying this. I'm only leaving, I'm, le- I'm only leaving that conversation to rate, to, I mean, I'm leaving the conversation about racism to white people. Y'all got to discuss amongst yourselves. It's not, I don't hate y'all, but it's more like, you know, as much, as many times as we have to say it, nah, y'all got to figure it out. Y'all gonna have to figure it out at some point. We we get when y'all ready to talk, we will talk. That that's that's a harsh thing to say, but it's that's some real shit. I I can definitely see where you're coming from with saying that. To be honest, it's you're you're not wrong in feeling that way. It's it's a conversation that I have with myself all the time, you know, and one I have with friends, close friends. Yeah, I try to I try to just understand it. Because you're not wrong. It's it's very complicated, and when it's a, a part of the fabric of society, as a white man, it's very strange waters to to navigate. Because you're like I, you're trying to relearn and unlearn some some negative, some really bad stuff. I mean, I say, um, you know, I, you know, we shout, you know, shouts to Ben here, you know, for DZ Fest. Oh, thanks, man. You let, me, let me tell you how great of a host this man is. Okay, so. I'm not, I'm not going, like I said, we, well, anyways, I've had experience, I had, well, several experiences, actually, where proprietors of a venue, like, even with me, even before me and you show, uh, will go to shows, uh, and then, then me and you, you've seen them shits, like, um, when, um, and thanks to light skin syndrome, you know, <laughs> or the, or, uh, colorism, I'm, I'm making a joke, but anyways, uh, <laughs> They'll look at kid more as friendlier, but me as scarier. And so they get more timid with me. But I appreciate people like you who actually be like, yo, how you doing? 
Hold on. How you doing? <laughs> yeah, like, I was wondering about that, too. Like, I would just, like, run down the list, like, before... Because in, in the beginning, I was just, like, really skeptical about it. And I wouldn't say that I was ignoring my, I don't know, light-skinnedness as a factor in all of this. I was just thinking to myself, like, is it because they approached me first? Or is it because I, I, I talk a certain way? Or is it because I just, like, use all these flowery words and yeah. shit? Like, but, mm. but nah, like, I was legit peeping it. I'm just like, nah, y'all, like legit intimidated by my homie for no good reason like when quite truthfully we are equals in this whole entire oh, sorry, endeavor right yeah. like absolutely it's, it's like when he like when he like the reason he's the reason he uh he, he's on the sh he was on the show with us on um at the festival you know is because like we planned it that way you know wherever i go he go wherever he go i go mm -hmm. you know like i'll I'll be his pip into his Jordan and vice versa. Mm -hmm. You know, in that sense, you know, when it comes to uh the way we operate as businessmen and performers and performers and entertainers. You know, on the, but it's like I only say that only to speak on that part of the subject in the sense of with it's like don't think for for young rappers uh watching this right now, you know, don't think that um you're excused from racism because you're an entertainer. If you see that Kendrick Lamar video, that'll tell you right there. That's enough said. You know, but don't think that, uh, you know, you got, it's like, it, it's out there still. You know, it just, people just, people are just ignorant to systematic things. And like, you know, that's why I like, you know I, mean? I mean, having an honest conversation with you, it's like, bro, you're awesome. You're fucking awesome. Thank you. I, that's why I want to do this thing with you. That's why I came through. I'm like, bro. You're fucking awesome, like to, from the bottom of my heart. Like, wow, thank, thank you. That ass. That means like, a lot. I feel the same way about you guys. That's oh, why you, you know you're here too. Like, why I wanted to do some videos with you guys, have you play, have you talk, hear, hear your stories. You know, learn more about you as a person. Y'all, like for real, like because like the way you approached the way you approached us at the show, you know, it was like, all right, I'm I'm home. Mm. It felt it felt like. It felt like how it was when I was at home and shit. I'm like, oh man, I ain't, I ain't had this feeling in a long time. And then, <laughs> had, then had us having pizza. I was uh, he had a roll, but I was like, bro, you should have stayed, man. Like, ooh, we was that having pizza, pizza and shit. That pizza was great. Yo, that shit was that shit was bussy. Uh, I knew, I knew at midnight. That I was like, was we bussy. need, we need two 20 inch pizzas here, bro. Please. That shit was yeah, bussy. like DZ just felt so so intimate. It felt like such an intimate setting, you know, even. Like, you, in your backyard, you kept it so clean. Just, like, <laughs> I was looking at it just like, man, this shit big as fuck. And he kept it all clean. Ain't, not, ain't none on the I, ground. I got a great team of friends, you know, that help with, to maintain that. To They, you know. they and, and I, Yeah, and they do a, they do a yeah. great job, oh, yeah. bro. Like, I'm I'm just sitting there seeing the synergy behind DZFest and that has. I'm like. Like, you approach this like fam and legit, like. Everybody was like fam, like yeah. this, like the staff was supportive. Yeah, it was. It's like man, it's like, bro, like, man, I, I'm yeah, I'm speechless on that shit. It's, wow, thank yeah, you, yeah, bro. You're an awesome. You're man. You're awesome. Shit. I thank love you. I love grassroots endeavors like that, and I'm, I hope I'm not like being. In, in any way, like, presumptuous or, nah, like... man, he's like, he, this is, what, the ninth one? That was the ninth one. The tenth one is next July, yeah. Word. We'll talk, we'll talk about that later. It, it would have been 11, but, uh, COVID. 
you know, canceled one year. Man, I swear to God. <laughs> if COVID, so, if COVID was fit, was like big enough to throw a fade with, but then again, I forget it's a germ. So get, <laughs> so get anything on you, you probably, probably die quicker. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you guys had a good time. It was, it was so much fun. This year was amazing just to get through because of COVID. It was um hard to come back, different season, you know, checking vaccines and cards. It was just a really hard thing to over, overcome, like, on your own with, yeah. couple, like, you know, a handful of friends. But it's the momentum of doing it nine times where you kind of know how to get through it, you know? Like Seinfeld. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. but at least, it, but 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 the difference is it ain't going to be the last. I know that. <laughs> just it's, it's the last here. Mm. Yeah, it's the last here. Ooh, well, there you go, Seinfeld. <laughs> Kendrick, we're moving into better, better things. I don't, I don't plan on um, stopping. I just plan on growing, moving locations growing, and get, yeah, growing in a, in a healthy way. I want to grow in a healthy way. That's a, and I was about like, how many freaking people? Like what? Like, it's hard to say. Every that, every year, there's thousands across the days and at different yeah, times. Yeah, like that shit was wild. Like. Yeah. I'm sitting there seeing like <laughs> it's there, a backyard. There was a right. I'm I'm like, <laughs> who? What? Yeah, it's hard to explain. You know. Oh man. Because <laughs> like a lot of people will just do clout moves, and then there are other people who will just be like, "No, nah, I'm gonna pick some cats that are off." It, like and and it's like you know I've, you're one of those people that I feel that we man you hear these people all the time. Whatever we like. Uh, roll up the shows and shit. They talk about, yeah, I want to build a community of artists and and make this and blah blah blah. Nah, man, see, you want to do what he's doing. <laughs> like, learn to be a business mogul, man. Like, dude, like, freaking, like, that's the thing that a lot of people be forgetting. It's like, we love the art. We just gotta get paid. Yeah, it's sad to say that shit, but it's like, all right, we gotta get paid. Like, but we want it, but. Getting paid is, in a sense, like money. Money, in a sense, in this world is survival. We ain't got to worry about having to go hunt for our dinner. Because mm-hmm. humans nowadays, man, we we'll we'll get we'll get we'll go extinct within ten years. <laughs> okay, like all right, throw on phase with lot with about lions and shit. That is now help. That is not happening. <laughs> that is not happening. Shit, but um, nah, like it's, but nah, like it's like it's like. You know, like even with even with artists, it's like you know talking about like wanting to be like for the people and all that stuff. It's like it's like there's no shame in talking about the money. You know, you just gotta be with the right people. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Like everybody's mistrust is not is uh is not trusting within everybody, and it's fine. But mm-hmm. you have to be willing to like, all right, who can I work with? What can I work with right now? What are the first steps, you know? And am I, and then the, but the first question you should ask yourself is, am I willing to do this? That should be the very first question you should ask yourself. Am I willing to do this? Because if you say you're willing to do this, that means you're willing to go through the ups, the downs. Because I ain't going to front up in times. I've been ready to quit rap. I was like, fuck this shit. But nah, like, you got to really ask yourself those questions in order to build something that you want to build. I don't know what the fuck it is for pe- for everybody cuz I don't know everybody sure. in the world. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
But whatever anyone's endeavor is, hell, even if you want to be a custodian and custodians get paid, that's like 70000 a year. Depends on so, the school. Depends on the school. No, district. no, no, not the school. The they're district. actually contracted out. Oh, okay. Well, it depends on the company then. Yeah, you know, they're contracted different. out nowadays. Yeah, man. Like I said, they be running like a business. Going back, they run like a business. But, um, yeah, like whatever it is you want, anyone wants to do, you got to think about, am I willing to do this? Yeah. You know? Yeah, it's that is a, a question that I, I knew the answer to instantaneously every second you ask it to yourself for the last... 15 years, I'd say. And uh, the answer was always just like, yeah. Like, mm-hmm. I can't... It's not really... It's not really language in the sense of how you normally would think in your head, like, because we think in our languages, right? So you're like, am I willing to do this? It's like innate to just be like, I'm always going to do this. You know, like, it's all I know. Right. I, I'm not even thinking of anything else, really. This is just what I do. I'm just being myself. The only way I know how to. So it's very natural and i just follow that flow i don't really re- resist it right yeah no that's agreeable I, i'm the, i was the same way i felt like when i was a kid you know all i did was draw in school you know and then i was like you know when it came to like high school and shit like the fir- literally the first thing i thought about was scholarships i was like mm-hmm. you know i was a bench warmer on a on a in middle school for basketball and shit in high school, but I was actually really cold. Like that's the that's the sad part. I was actually really fucking cold, and no and no one wanted to put me in. They're like, hmm. oh. was like, oh, and their only excuse was, oh, you don't know the plays. No, I was back to racism. No, you didn't. No, I wasn't that loud, rowdy black kid. That's what they wanted: the loud, rowdy black kid that could be cocky. Nah, like exploit you. Mm-hmm. Like, like, I'm like, how, like, uh, I didn't realize how much how cocky Jordan was and shit. But yeah, like they wanted that. It's like, no, I'm not that. I conduct myself in a different way. Like, yeah. it's just like you notice it when I when I'm rapping. It's like I, I'll go ahead and I'll go ahead and smile at your ass and I'm rapping, and then I'll and I'll like and I'll diss the fuck out your bitch ass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they wanted to build a narrative around you, and you just, like, you weren't about to fold with it. I'd be like, yeah, if anybody, it's like, yeah, people want the smoke with me. I'd be like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be like this, but, like, say, like rap my words, mm-hmm. whatever. But, no, nah, like, you know, like, thinking about it, like, in that sense, it's like, what was it? Damn, my damn near lost a lot. Fucking, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Basketball. Well, you were asked to, to know the plays. That's why they said they didn't yeah, play. Yeah, I mean, that's why. But I, at the same time, it was kind of funny. Like, I did know plays and shit, but they didn't want to put me in. So my parents started putting me in YMCA basketball. Bro, I ain't going to front. I, I was cold. I, I, was, I had to. I, I don't. I'm not, I'm not to brag. I, I was fucking cold. Were you, wait, were you dunking? I was. I started dunking. In between my freshman and sophomore year, I went to Eastern Illinois. Bro, I swear to God. Of every- college? That's uh-huh. you started dunking until like 19? No, 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 no. No, I went to the camp over oh, okay. there between 15. I was 15. Oh, you started dunking at 15? Yeah. Okay, 15. so soft, freshman, sophomore in high school, not yeah, college. Got yeah, it. Yeah, so I was in between there in the summertime. So like that's when I first That's when I first started Man, dunking. you were able to dunk at 15? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm jealous. And so like, all right, so when I started high school and shit, right, um, Shouts to Champaign, Illinois, 217 all day. Jarrell Young, Chase, Chase Baby, 
Mother Nature. Yeah, Mother Nature from the... I'm mixed balls with some Nick. Now nah, I'm playing. But, uh, you know, great thinkers. Uh, you know, y- y- belly, heart, anybody. Anyways, y'all know who it is. Y'all know what it is, all right? Everybody, you know, y- you know. All right, so still. Uh, high school, right? Um, I was uh, fucking, uh, what you call it? So when I first got into high school, I wanted to get into all sports, right? Like, I played wide ball. And it really, basically just really excelled in white ball. Like, we won the championship, actually. We won, uh, yeah, the two year, yeah, no, the one year I was on, yeah, I, yeah, because uh, the second year, my grades were ass, so my parents, <laughs> my parents kicked me the fuck off. Oh, man. <laughs> but, hey, I mean, it taught me a lesson. I mean, you got to earn, earn what you, earn for what you do. So, I ain't mad at that, but, you know. <laughs> I ain't got actually got them grades up, mm-hmm. but uh, but um, I was pretty, I was really well at uh basketball and shit, you know. And then, um, but um, my uh, shouts to Argy Johnson, man. Oh god, he put so many kids through college, and I'll I'll see that say that part for you in a, in a minute. So Argy uh approached me and my dad because I, I, I uh in school one day about me doing track because uh for all these years I've been doing cross country. They say, I'll be a 400 runner. I'm like, oh, I ain't running that 400. Like, what's the 400? Oh, that's the whole That's the whole lap. I'm like, hell no. <laughs> that's sprinting the whole ass lap. <laughs> sure enough. Uh, after f- football and basketball, I, I wind up joining track uh, my sophomore year. But so here's what the donkey. So the donkey came in after basketball, right? Uh, in between my uh, – in, in the summertime, right, Between, um, before my sophomore year, right, I was, uh, I did it in a basketball camp, right, I was practicing, you know, I had the, I swear to God, with my man with the Dragon Ball Z reference, I got, I got, right, he knows I reference it too much, so it's like, yeah, like, the thing with Goku and training, oh, man, I took that to heart, for real, I took training to heart when I was, when I was younger, when it came to sports and shit, so, like and I mean when I mean training I would kill myself like mm-hmm. I'd do some ridiculous shit yeah. like for instance like when I started well anyway I'll go I'll, I'll go I'll, I'll keep going um so I I learned it so like you know I learned it in a basketball camp you know I I found I got my vertical up I was able to dunk it and you said earlier that you were able to get your vertical of forty eight inches. Yeah, I'll, I'll explain that later. Oh I'll explain that later. That's what I'm talking about, killing yourself. <laughs> yeah. So, so I got in bas- I got I got at the Eastern Illinois basketball camp. Then wound up going to to Central's camp, my high school's camp, and then we we're playing like uh, summer league and shit, right? Mm-hmm. And so our first game, I was like, I was holding it in. I was like, I'll wait for the opportunity to do it because you have to wait for an opportunity. You can't just be doing anything. Yeah. You know, and I wasn't used to it. I was just, you know, that's kind of like, you know, going Super Saiyan in that aspect. It's like when Goku first went Super Saiyan, what happened? He wasn't used to it. His body got fatigued and shit. He had to learn how to util- how to be able to stay in it. So, like, that's like, so that's basically in the sense of muscle memory. Mm-hmm. You know, because when you first learn how to dunk, it's like, it's it's more, it's more no different than walking and running. Mm-hmm. When you first learn it, you don't remember it. But your muscle memory is like, okay, you know, you have to remember how that's how that works. You know, like I have, I, it's like okay, I gotta. How do I dunk again? How do I get that approach again? You know, like mm-hmm. you gotta train your body in that aspect. So, so then when it comes to, um, so then, uh, so that first sad first game in summer league, you know, I, I was surprising everybody when they uh when it hit the I hit the, I did the buzzer beater, but the point didn't count. Why? 
Oh, because uh, it, was, it was after the buzzer. Oh, I just okay. felt like doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so it wasn't the actual buzzer. Either. And I wanted, because everybody was roasting me up for yeah. no reason. I was like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I'm a... And, oh. Oh, you dunked it on the buzzer. Okay. Quinn, Quinn could dunk. Quinn could dunk. Oh, no, he ain't ready now. <laughs> and then, so the sec- second half go around. I'm dunking on him and, and getting, I got like maybe what, uh, 16 points in the game. Wow. I think I got like 16 points. All shit. dunks or? No, no, no. Some were dunks. Some were just shots and okay. shit. But yeah, yeah, I, I got some points in. And then, so by the time you got to college, you were really good at dunking. Yeah, but I didn't go to college for uh, basketball. Mm. I went to went to college for track. See, really? sophomore year was the thing that inspired me the most. South to argue Johnson. That was my track coach. Okay. So... I learned a high jump through that, and I felt high jumping would have been better for me to go because I wanted to keep playing basketball, right? And with the politics involved, I stopped playing basketball after my uh, junior year because I went to tryouts. I knew they weren't going to pick me, you know, because they made me ride the bench on a in my sophomore year. But I was like, eh, fuck that, you know. I'm 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 gonna just show because I wanted to just show them up just to be a little spiteful because I was young. I'm a kid, you know. I'm like 17. Yeah. You know, I'm well, deep, I'm knee deep in the track team, and I'm already selling in a high jump because my best at the time was maybe what five ten, before I hit a uh, six. What what was it? Six four, before I hit six four. On the uh, high my jump. junior year, yeah, wow. my junior year, I hit six four. So yeah, I I used that to actually because I mean I, my dad taught me told me that taught me I mean taught me this that track is the utilization of your body. You're putting your body to the test. Yeah, you know, and you're maximizing every bit of it, and so then, I thought it'd be great training for me to be be one of the best in because he told me like the best football players and the best basketball players all ran track. You don't necessarily have to be on the team, but you just have to do the workouts. Like I still do, do these workouts to this day, you know, because it's like, you know, like I may not be at the same speed, but it's like I still do the same shit. It's like. Those are the things that help you out and get your, get, you know, help your body out. But anyways, uh, senior year, wound up hitting 6'8". And then, uh, what was it? My uh, I fell off a bit because, you know, I, I was redshirted. You're, you're all good. Okay. But, yeah, I was like, red, I redshirted and sucked because my grades suck. But, um, yeah, like, you know, I, t- I, t- I t- basically I just took those, over those years, you know, like running track, uh, both, because um, I'll say this. If for all the people that are uh, participating in sports in the on the collegiate level, be proud of that because that's the be- next best thing to go in league or basically you already league, you know, and you can still continue on. But I, I look at it like that, like you, no one can take that away from you because like that's not even, to me that's not even considered semi pro. It may be college, but it's like nah, that's still elite. Mm-hmm. That's still elite, you know. Like, not too many people make it in it. Like, you really think about it, you know, from when we kids to when we, to when we become adults, things just filter out. Mm-hmm. You know, even like in this rap shit, like so many people do. Uh, like, that's why I be saying I be looking at this as a as teachings. You know, all these life experience, like through sports and shit. Like, so many people in this rap game do the same shit, try to do the same trend, and then. All of a sudden, it's like only a few of us make it. And the ones that actually do make it, and when I mean make it, it's like 
you got to be on major publications. Hip Hop DX, Rolling Stones, The Source, uh, 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 Rhyme Beat, um, uh, Old to the New, uh, Insomniac Mag, um, 24-7 Hip Hop, you know. You got to be, you get um, even like BET, MTV and shit, like on the, uh, even online and on TV, you know, like, I've always said this. If you ain't never made it on that shit, nigga, you ain't no real rapper. So what, what to you is a real rapper if, you, if you're if you on Not a real rapper, but like, you're not famous. Mm. Or you're not like, you're not on the tier of being a, being amongst or being known. You're not known. There we go. There we go. That's the better phrase. You're not known, bro. And even if you're not no, not well as known, at least those things can give you that opportunity. But it's more like also the question of how do you carry that momentum? Mm-hmm. Because if you don't carry that momentum, then you then you won't be known. It's just that, oh, you got that one-shot deal. Is that your goal? You want to to make it and just live off rapping? Oh, it's always been that. It's always been that shit. Yeah. When did you start to realize like that was what you wanted to do? I feel like the the first time I wanted to do that was actually after Lupe Fiasco. Mm. So um, back in college, I opened for Lupe Fiasco. Oh wow, that's awesome! Oh yeah, I won a contest, and so then, and through the all right, it is so funny about how this happened, right? So. <laughs> Get that, that one just got me so high like three hits I can't smoke yeah I saw you with that yeah, just you, like you ain't gonna finish that G? <laughs> I know right man hey guys I am lightweight I don't smoke that like often you, like you can't nah, just you, good, you can't just we, I also like no, we, I don't want to be too high trying to have a conversation. I'll like get lost. And oh like, no! I mean, it's good, bending man. brains, so I figured you was gonna bend. Your <laughs> I might, own. I might light it up a little bit. Uh, oh, don't worry soon. about it, man. No, we, no, I, we just, we just, we, we on a right. <laughs> you're on a different level than I am. I'll tell you that, man. We be for you to smoke that whole thing to yourself. I'm like, I can't do. I can never do that. I gotta, I gotta go big or go home. You know, I, 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 I can't. I, I had to come with this, man. I'm like, shoot. This I mean, back when I was smoking, back when I was smoking like eight blunts a day, the whole, the whole point. Of, <laughs> no, you lying. You no, lying. That was ten. It was ten. <laughs> Me and you smoked the same, bro. It no, was, ten you blunts. smoke. You smoke more than I do. No, That's no, a fact. No, like, it was ten, bro. How big are these blunts? They ain't no Sean Skimps. Like they're not Sean Skimps though. But ten a day. Yo, check this. Check this out. Check this out. So, like, when we first met, uh, we were uh, when we first met, um, we uh, after the after uh, the music garage, right? He did a, a open mic over there, and once when we introduced ourselves, I was like, we started uh, talking about uh, meeting every Sunday, and then we just keep consistently meeting every Sunday to make a pro to make this series of a project. So, like, the first series, the first uh, so the Citizen EP. And uh, when the uh, when the Astros met the Gooch, that was all recorded at the same time. There's only a few tracks that were actually put just put on at the last minute. But yeah, like we were, that was those Sundays. Yeah, like it know? was it was a lot of us just like smoking blunts, talking about our interests, which eventually always went back to anime. And so, like, he, yeah. How did y'all get into anime? Oh wow. Um, you go. You go first, man. I bet. Um, like, 
it's it's always weird because like starting out anime was kind of like an escape to me like when i was growing up at first like in junior high and stuff like that i ain't fuck with sports like that like i mean i still wanted to participate because i wanted to like make friends and shit like when y'all were talking about sports that shit was like greek to me man i was like on the on the court and my biggest thing was i was always trying to steal the ball i felt like that was the biggest flex it wasn't even blocking that shit just like can i steal that shit from you so i was always hacking the fuck out of people Mm -hmm. and i was just like no that's not how you do it (laughs) but (laughs) like anyway when i realized that like ball wasn't for me none of the cats would like really let me play with them i'm just like fuck it i'm gonna watch a bunch of tv and so i would like always be on track Mm -hmm. like bro like for real i'll tell you right now the track team is one of the most chillest teams ever like it's like it's like a hundred niggas for no reason (laughs) and they all got different they all got different shit to do and like literally when i mean chilled you can sit down this is what i used to do right i used to sit down and watch throws okay that's all I did, just sit down and watch throws. I mean, I didn't understand how throws work. I just knew that you had to throw a certain distance to win. Not a certain distance, but you had to throw further than the rest. But, sure. you know, you got to – it was, like, relaxing. You know, like, I was like, uh, oh, I can chill this, do this before I have to do my damn event. Mm-hmm. It kind of – and it kind of kind of got me ready for, like, doing performances. So it's like – because then you go to performances, right? Like, and then – and then, then, like, they got a set or they're like, all right, well, let me go ahead and get myself together. They got a war. And the thing is, I was a troll. Like, so I would just, like, I would say shit that had to do with sports that I knew would piss people off. I would just be like, I nah, I'm I'm team LeBron. Just like any team that LeBron's on, I, I root for that team. I don't care how much that nigga flops. Like, you were a troll. Yeah, just like. His I, flops are amazing. Oh, yes. He like, should get an award. Like, exactly. Like, give this man an Oscar. Just like. A raspberry. <laughs> that, do you know what that word is? A raspberry? No. I think that's no, the, the one. Ra- the they, raspberry is like for like the worst films. Yeah, the worst version of, of the things. Like, the worst. Like, they're so bad at flopping. They're bad actors. You know? <laughs> yeah. Like, I would say shit just like, man, this nigga. Like, this nigga D Rose, you look at him the wrong way and he breaks an ankle. Like, just. <laughs> oh, man. I'll just say like, the same shit. That's why I stopped watching for a while. I'm like, God damn, bro. Like, don't ball in no D-Roses or you just might break an ankle just by, like, taking a step on the court. You take one step in the paint and some D-Roses. Go to the ER. Like, Man, his his situation was so unfortunate because he was so good. Yeah, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. It was fucked up to joke about, but at the same time, I was just like, I right, I'm going to talk shit about my home team. No, yeah, it's totally cool. I think it's funny, but I'm just saying, like, ah, such bad luck. Like, for how yeah. good he was to have, like, but bad I mean, something. He's doing well for the Knicks, though, right now. Yeah, you know yeah. It's just, Wait, Rose on the Knicks now? Yeah, yeah, he's been on the Knicks for a while. They were just, they just played the other night. Yeah. With just, uh, the yeah, Joe Kino, uh, um retirement. They, they, yeah, they played uh, Chicago. The Bulls Hall of Fame, I think you got inducted to. Yeah. Now we stuck with this Raptor neck Chris Bosh. Man, I'm trying to figure out where he at. I'm trying to figure that out That nigga looked like a whole Velociraptor. The Bulls are great this year. They're pretty good. Yeah, they are pretty good. They're not bad. Nah. Were you, how old are you, by the way? I'm not going to reveal that. All right. That's what I'll I tell you, how about this? I'll keep it simple. I'm 31. Are you older than me? I will not reveal that. <laughs> it, that is, I, that's one thing I like to keep ambiguous just to mess with everybody. I'm going to assume you're probably around my age. That's just an assumption. By the way, I love that t-shirt. I know, right? The Whitney Whitney Houston. Houston. 
Yeah. Get high as fuck in that t-shirt. It's a vibe. That's a great shirt. She was an awesome singer. Oh, yes. Insane voice. That pookie, man. That pookie fucks people up. It does. It was, it was always funny. I, Oh, man, that's two, people that, that's two people that hit the pookie and went platinum. Oh, yep. shit. <laughs> yo, all right. I'm going to leave it alone. <laughs> yo, yo. I have no idea what you're referring to. DMX. Pookie is crack. No, because no, no, I know that. No, I'm, big, I'm not, no uh, who, like uh, you said there's two uh, people. What's his name? Uh, uh, Vince Staples was like, was talking about DMX. was like, oh, man, he like, can't nobody hit the pookie and go platinum like him. Uh, and she did, too. I was yeah. like, hold on. Wait a minute. That two. Mm. I hate when you said that, man. I hate when you said that because now you made me think. Ah, like, God damn. Ah, I gotta be off. Anyway, it would always crack me up. She was like always emphasizing how cheap of a drug crack was, but the whole thing about it, I, w- I would just like, let me stop you right there. There are different levels to crack. Like, there is really, really bad crack. I, I'm I'd imagine. To, I'm trying to figure out there, how you know this shit. I don't know anything about crack. No, I've I never mean, even seen it. I mean, there's there's always the memes about good crack and, like, people running around on the street, like, ass naked. Nah, don't 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 pay attention to the memes in that one, my man. Like, no, nah, nah, I'm not endorsing a... the use of crack. Like, <laughs> no, no, it's not that. Don't pay attention to the memes in that one, man. We, that's a that's a other discussion. Okay, but That's but I mean, discussion, man. I mean, I'm just I'm just saying, man. The I use mean, of illicit drugs is put it like this. Freddie Gibbs, <laughs> Freddie Gibbs said this himself. He shot a crackhead nine times, and he was still running. <laughs> <laughs> Crack is like the invincibility star in Mario. If you let it be, oh man. I mean, I'm I don't I mean, I'm leaving at that. But, but no, nah, like other, as far shit. as as far as anime, I'm gonna get back to like the topic. <laughs> Segue yeah. from crack to anime. Yeah, like <laughs> nah, yeah, but stay like, away from crack. Like man, end of that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> stay away from crack. Crack is whack. Yeah, real. I'll stick with marijuana. You know, I'm good with that. Yeah, even even watch the marijuana Bars. that you do. Like, don't even don't don't even like. I, it's you got to be really careful where you get your marijuana because it's like one thing that my mother would always warn me about and just all my OGs they would always say that marijuana or or weed however you want to call it cannabis the sticky the icky it's the gotten ca- the, the kill the kill that kill the, like that's that's one thing that I always notice depending on where you get it it would always be like this I would go to these certain like neighborhoods. And I know where the plugs were, so it would almost be like after a while I'd build a reputation there as their clientele. They'd know my face, so I would go there, and it'd be like throwing a loaf of bread to a flock of pigeons. So they all gonna flock to you and be like, "Nah, my bag bigger. Nah, my sack fatter." Where are you going? Where were you going? Like what area? Harvey. Harvey World. Yeah. Harvey. Yeah, it was so it was so weird. They would call me shit like a Harvey World legend because I would always be there doing one of two things. I would always be because it's it's almost like the alleyway to between in a sense for me because it's um it's where the hood begins and the suburbs end. Yeah, you know, as far as an experience, like it used to be such a bustling town. It was like like Negro Town off a of Key and Peel. Like it's such a thriving area, and it's and like the way that one of my homies. Described it as like, well, enough niggas died here, so now it's a it's a ghost town, and I'm just like, well, damn, that's pretty fucking sad because like, I I, mean? I see the resemblance to it. I see where all these like, well, dude, it's because of, it's because of white flight, man. No, I feel you. That's all. That's all. That's why Harvey is the way it is because of white flight. Like, 
Like here I am actually like going even, here. Yo, even where even where you live as the same shit. It's so you know what's so funny? I learned about that in uh what was it? Was it it was either great in my private school or my public school. One of them shits. But we saw a vi- we saw a video about that shit. And then I'm like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cause I mean Growing up, I've been up and down Chicago all my life. You know, I'm again, I'm from Champaign. So, like, I got family out in Chicago and shit. So, I've seen Chicago. I've been downtown. I've never really been on the north side. I've been on more so the, on the south side. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I, I explored as an adult, you know, more so. But Do you live there now? Oh, yeah. You know, I, I do live there now, yeah. Like, I've, I've seen more than enough to know what area, what everyone's talking about. You do, you, do you do you want to keep where you're from private, or do you want to save the neighborhood you're from? I want to keep that private. Okay, you but know. yeah, like the whole experience, slice of bread, flock of pigeons. I'm just like talking to them, and they'd all the one of the top selling points that they'd always have is like that. I got that kill for you. I got that wet for you, and I'm just like, okay. So when you have that as your selling point, you're talking about how high it can get me, but you're not. You, you don't know what's on it. You you can't tell me where it's from. You don't, like, I don't even know what you, where you getting it. And so, like, especially when they started touching Coke. Like, the minute that some people started saying, like, yo, I got that white, too. I'm just like, not only am I concerned that you have graduated to white, my friend. Now I don't even want to fuck with you because, like, I feel like that shit, you might just try and put some of that shit on on my shit and give me the shenanigans so that I can stay. And I'm just like, no, I ain't going for that. So I started going to dispos and I'm just like, I felt like it was a very, it was more of a controlled experience because you knew the THC that was in it. You knew the THC percentage, the THC content, the CBD content. You could research the companies that, you know, grew this stuff, where it came from. Yeah. And... I always tell these young cats just like, nah, man, be careful where you're getting it because like it could it could do something to you that you can't bounce back from. Well, this is why it needs to be illegal. Yeah, no, like exactly. It needs to be regulated. It needs to be yeah, put in it's the safer. It's yeah. safer. And then you get rid of a lot of unnecessary crime. And put in the hands the business needs to be put in the hands of more minorities. Do mm-hmm. it. Like that's that's one thing that I always try and champion too, but that's neither here nor there. Um, the whole uh, thing with uh, anime is first, like, I would go to this whole thing with TV and I would just, like, watch a lot of TV and it would be a lot of cartoons and stuff like that. Maybe some, like, I would frequent Cartoon Network, you know, the usual suspects, Cartoon Network, Disney Channel, freaking uh, Nickelodeon. And I would notice that it was just kind of making me dumber in a sense because it didn't teach you too much about you know, how to conduct yourself in social situations and stuff like that. So it isolated me more. And then I'm just thinking to myself, well, I need a change from this. And so I turned to anime and anime just kind of opened up my world in the sense that I was like, at first it was just Pokemon. I didn't even know Pokemon registered as anime. So at first I was just like, yeah, I didn't know that's how it was categorized. So, So like, I would be watching Toonami and stuff like that. I watch Pokemon and I would low key become obsessed with Pokemon and people hated me for it because I was just like, nah, man, there's a whole world in this shit. And like, don't get me wrong. There were people that watched Pokemon too and we would just play Pokemon cards. I would go to fucking tournaments and like go across states and shit. 
Uh, but again, it was just an escape until I started finding more anime to watch. And after a while, I would not only just watch these new anime, I would notice that there would be anime for all these different kind of narratives. So I, I was just looking at Air Gear. Air Gear was a big one for me. And it had everything that like a horny ass teenager would want. Like it was just like they had the fan service and fan service in an anime term. Like when people say fan service in anime, it's pretty much anything that caters to the viewer most of the time in a sexual manner. So like you'll see like a chick with some like enormous titties and she's just like like they're they they have their own physics to them and it just yeah, like fan service like that or just like a harem anime. They're really heavy on fan service. So the way that it always works is you have like this main character that has nothing going for them which is easier for the viewer to project on. And then you just surround him with like five, upwards of five chicks that just want his dick for no particular reason. And what anime are you talking about? Air Gear. Air Gear. I've never heard of that. Air Gear is this anime about... um, Rollerblades. Rollerblading. All right, so it's like... It's basically in in the... Yeah, it's it's low-key bosses up. uh, Not bosses, delinquent. It's low-key delinquent. So it's like... um, uh, whatchamacallit, these uh high school kids or whatever, right? Are ro- like do um They're part of a gang pretty much. Right. There are a lot of there are a lot of high school kids that are in gang they're in separate uh rollerblading gangs and this one name what's his name? Um Iki. Iki, yeah. Iki um, At first it wasn't even rollerblading with him. He was just like part of this gang called the East Side Guns and <laughs> Yeah. Real menacing. <laughs> it's like now thinking about it now it's like but West Side Gun, <laughs> I'm sorry, I can't. like yo the the name for I'm sorry, going. But nah, like he he would just be chilling with his homies in the East Side Guns back when it was like just him and maybe like one or two other people, and then suddenly he uh, learned about ATs or Air Treks, and those were like these super powered. Like rollerblades, you can like, like ride on walls and shit. Yeah, and you can like fly through fly the air. through the air and like ride on power lines, and they're magnetic. <laughs> yeah, like, like, like they just do all the impossible shit that you should not be able to do. You mm. could modify them all these different ways, and people had like their special <laughs> right. powers and talents with them. And there was always they'd be having like spears, co- right? They'd be spears coming out of them and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like it got to the point where there was an entire hierarchy an unspoken hierarchy of teams that would just compete in all of these different events which were specific to their level in the hierarchy. Yeah, their tiers within, like, ATs or or air treks. And so uh, Iki, he he grew up with three, you know, women... I think no, it was I think it was four. Yeah, it was four. And they were all sisters and they just kind of took him in. He didn't have no parents and they were part of one of these air trek squads called Sleeping Forest and they were really well known. And when Iki looked at Air Gears, sorry, at ATs for a second, he's just like, "What is this bullshit?" You know, like, "I want to I want to fight people." Like I I would always, you know, and that's where Iki and I kind of just had this this sort of I guess, connection, even though he's a fictional character, I kind of related to him because I would always be thinking about throwing my fists around the same way that he would. It's funny because Quinn, he doesn't like fighting, but he, like, his school and a a lot of the things about his school, he would always tell me all these anecdotes about these fights that he'd get into. 
Meanwhile, I'm over here, like, in my junior high and high school experience, I would just be around a lot of people that talk like they never got their ass beat because of this, like, zero-tolerance policy. Like, everybody would just always be popping off at the lip and stuff like that. And as a result, like, especially in the beginning, I would always be the one that was down to fight. You know, I'm just like, not only do <laughs> I not— You're waiting for the violence. Yeah, like, I mean, you always like, I choose violence. Like, no, I chose violence back in those days, and it was, it was not fun because I would not— I, I would probably win a fraction of the fights that I had been in with the neighborhood kids. And it was, it was bad for just my, it was bad for just me making friends because I made more enemies than friends that mm -hmm. way. What made you have a drive to want to fight? It was just the fact that, well, people was always popping off at the lip. You know, people was always in these cliques. And, you know, one of their main things like people do especially as adolescents and preteens as they group think. So at first, what excluded me from them was that I was bad at basketball. And then it was the fact that I didn't really understand mm. urban culture or hip-hop culture because the area that I'm in is a very heavily migrated area. You have people that come in from uh, Chicago like proper to these places. And one, one of the big narratives that I notice is that their parents move them out here for one of two reasons, or maybe both. It's to get them away from the violence and the crime and to get them in the midst of some better schools. That's actually the reason. I mean, that is the same thing, really. Like, to get them in better schools is more so in the sense of, like, the systematic and the, the, systematic and the uh, tangible. Because, like, you know, like, understanding why a lot of... Um, a lot of why a lot of black parents uh, move their kids to just, like why you think where I'm I went to where I went to <laughs> you know like like it's the same thing it's like you know I don't like thinking like thinking about how the way I grew up in my mindset over the years it was like yeah I couldn't survive Chicago yeah <laughs> you know like I, I love I love my parents for that but it's like you know I'm like damn like, you know, them moving to Champagne was in I me living in Champagne was like it's a it was a sweet deal, <laughs> you know, because like as many people in Champagne want to claim like oh man you know we got hoods there's no motherfucking hood in Champagne <laughs> right do not tell me that it's like there's no hood in those uh, motherfucking suburbs it's just you got a lot of crazy motherfuckers who want to do dumb shit and it's nothing like Chicago no. And hoods are hoods in Chicago, in inner cities, all over America. Yeah. That's the thing that people have to understand, you know. Like, I... Uh, yeah. It's is that frustrating. <laughs> yeah. It's but, like, uh, like, the whole thing about <laughs> it, I'd say, is that first it was, like, the not knowing too much about basketball and not being good at it and then it was the not knowing urban culture because my my parents like when they raised me they raised me with very old school traditional values because they themselves they're you know they're 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 not they're not the youngest you know and i i totally don't i don't resent them for that they had you know they had me at a very late point they had already kind of done everything they had you know traveled the world they take me with them on certain occasions they what, a, what do they do for a living? Oh, well, my father, you know, like, God rest his soul, rest in peace. But, like, yeah. my father, 
He, um, I'm sorry. No, it's cool. It's cool. He he was a businessman of sorts. You know, he he would get into banking and stuff like that. He was part of the. No, he created the Morning Glory Coffee Company. Oh wow! Yeah, which was like shook hands with Burger King, hmm. and so that was one of the achievements. I don't really know what other business endeavors like besides that that he was in because like. I mean, I only really spent 13 years with with the guy, but, mm-hmm. like, he was a pretty cool dude, and he would always have this business mind. Whenever I would have a new idea, he'd be the first one to say, yo, we could do something with that. Like, I drew a I drew a colorway for a Nike shoe. It was a running shoe. It was a really oh, wow. ugly shoe. But, like, he looked at it and all the colors that I had put on it, he's like, no, we can do something with this. We can submit it to Nike. We can make it a shoe. And I'm just like, wow. That was the, that was the first thing that inspired me to start doing art low-key like I, I was doing visual art and stuff like that before I did rapping but back to the point with like Iki and just like how I was looking at Iki Iki his narrative was that he would always be looking towards the sky and he didn't want anybody else to have that connection with the sky that he had so he felt like his only way to to combat that would be to fight his peers and me on the other hand, the reason I was always trying to fight was because I was like, if you're not going to accept me, then, you know, you might as well fear me instead. Run, run this fade. Yeah, run run this fade. Like, quite truthfully, it, it, it got to a point where I felt like it was just the entire school against me and I was totally fine with that. I was just like, you know what? Fuck y'all. I don't care about y'all, like, hip-hop and y'all Jordans and shit like that. Everybody was just being so fake. Like, that was the whole point of it for me. Like, because I would look... Again, it was a heavily migrated area. So when they came over here, it was almost like my experience with them, they would prefer it if you were more urban. It's like the more urban you were or the, the later you came in from Chicago or the more connected you were to Chicago proper the the quote-unquote cooler you were, you know. Everybody had their own cliques and what made them all kind of gel together so well is the fact that they they knew more about this life. But I had to question exactly how much do you know about this life? You here now exist in this moment. Your parents brought you here for a completely different reason than mm-hmm. what you're trying to portray, right? you know. And so that's what made me think like, nah, y'all, y'all just super fake like y'all want to act like y'all hood and y'all this and y'all that y'all know the slang and all that me i'm over here pronouncing my r's correctly and y'all want to look at me and say that i sound white like that was really ignorant to me like i mean they would always be just dogging me for no reason and they would it's because you were to, to them a different type of black man yeah yeah like i didn't fit their image of what they thought a black man should be Mm -hmm. and like on top of that i felt like they just wouldn't really understand my interests like that like and that's why i just kind of withdrew inward but for a moment i was always just lashing out because they would always make it a point to exclude me from everything they were doing the first moment that i uh, the first moment that i walked on the buses i remember this vividly i walked on the buses And I walked to the back because, like, well, the back is supposed to be the place to be, you know? Like, it's just, 
like not even for the sake of being cool, quote unquote. It was just like, nah, if whenever you hit a pothole, that shit launches you in the fucking air. And it's probably the most enjoyable part of the ride because, I mean, it's it's a boring ride. It's going to be a boring experience. And so I walked back there and the first thing that the like the guys back there would tell me because they would always be congregating back there is like, nah, man, don't sit here. The cool kids sit in the front. And I'm yeah, like and I knew they were just trying to get me away from them. So I was I played dumb and I was just like, oh, is that so? And then I'm just like, fuck y'all. I'm moving to the front where I can actually like I'm going to chop it up with the bus driver because like she ain't on game. She ain't on bullshit. And everybody else that's in the front is actually trying to be authentic and true to themselves, you know. And then later on, you have this idea with hip hop because hip hop back in the early 2000s, especially where I was at. They would always copy off of what Atlanta was doing mm-hmm. because that's what was popping at the moment. Definitely. If you didn't know the or latest. Or not even just Atlanta, but the South in general. Yeah, the South and even Cali. Like they would they would say, not even say it was unspoken that if you didn't know the latest dance trends, then people wouldn't fuck with you. I didn't know Crank That Soldier Boy, they wouldn't fuck with me. I ain't no chicken noodle soup, they wouldn't fuck with me. <laughs> I I know how Oddly to enough, jerk. I still know how to do that. What? Both of those. What? Both uh, Soldier Boy and uh, Chicken Noodle Soup. Oddly enough, I still know how to do that. <laughs> it was like it was only like when I knew how to jerk, be- and like started wearing skinny jeans and shit that people actually started and trying to fuck too. with me more. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> No, it's cool. It's it's funny to think about because it's that groupthink shit. It's a groupthink mentality, like lemmings off a cliff. Like they'll uh, they'll just try and congregate over this like faux culture that they have built for themselves. And I mean, don't get me wrong; it's still fine to to have fun and enjoy things. I'm not going exactly. to knock a person for enjoying certain things, but at the same time. They shouldn't be knocking me for enjoying my shit. So mm-hmm. I'm just like, if y'all going to exclude me, fuck, might as well run this fade because I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I ain't yeah. going nowhere. And like, and so like, it was me versus them and like them trying to take away like, I guess my place in 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 this entire social experience because i was just trying to make friends in the beginning Mm -hmm. like i was just i wasn't i didn't mean any harm i didn't mean any trouble and it just seemed like no matter what i did just very few people would fuck with me on that social level and and without getting too deep into it uh air gear what really drove the point home to me that anime was for me was the fact that it wasn't it wasn't always cutesy for me you know it it really depicted a lot of real ass moments you know just mm. where i mean in shonen is something completely different i was in a seinen ergir was a seinen so you have shoujo shonen and seinen shoujo is anime that is marketed toward like the uh the female the younger female demographic don't forget uh clamp hmm? clamp clamp huh Kogias. <laughs> Kogias. The style, what? the art style. Oh uh, yeah, ah, uh, there we go. Yeah, Clamp. yeah. Don't forget about Clamp. Yeah, where they'd have these like they'd be drawn all skinny and stuff like that, and they'd have these pointy ass noses, 
and, and there'd be like rose petals and, and like pink backgrounds no, and shit. No, no, not even just that. They're just really skinny. That's very it. skinny, yeah. It's very skinny characters. But yeah, like shoujo would uh, cater to the female audience. You'd have these really like pretty, pretty drawn boys and stuff like that. And then you had the other end, which was shonen, which was more action based and it was catering to uh, the male audience and stuff like that. That was their demographic. And then you have seinen, which is supposed to be more toward the adults, and it'll uh, capture a lot of different adult themes, things like, you know, yep. politics, or like, you know, maybe maybe sports, or just... It could be a show about completely nothing but a city, but have adult themes in it, just mm. like... Um, with Air Gear, you had these gangs... And yeah, sure, it had its little bit of fan service, but at the end of the day, these people were actually fighting and, like, getting hurt because of these, like, AT battles and stuff like that. And when Iki found it, like, he was in the, his gang with, like, the East Side Guns. He found ATs. He got everybody else into ATs. And, that should be so funny. I'm sorry. <laughs> and in the beginning, he wanted to battle people. It was the same. It was the same shit with him. He was just like, I now that I got these ats, I actually appreciate them now. I'm going to use it to fuck people up. And his sisters immediately chimed in and just like, stop using ats to get into fights. It's deeper than that. And that's when he yeah. realized that this is something that he could turn into a passion. And he could make something of his life with it. Mm -hmm. And so I had to look really deep within myself and think, yo, this this fighting people, it's it's not going to work forever. So mm -hmm. I thought about my strengths. I'm like, I'm good with words. I like one of the one of the things that people always would uh, tell me is that, like, I'm too smart for my own good. And so I, I kind of took that to heart and I would just always be reading and you know keeping myself that way and so around like eighth grade i was you know watching hella anime all these different obscure animes i would have a couple of different people that were like watching it with me not too many and i was fine with that i just reached this conclusion that this construct of of popular is a facade it's really having more friends and they're not even really friends they're just like associates you know like a whole lot of group thinkers and so it's better to have a sort of tightly knit circle and with that tightly knit circle i would just be spitting and rhyming and during that talent show that was the first time that i performed and that was when I finally got a little bit of respect. And so I took that and I ran with it right into high school. And so that was basically like how how anime was with me. And then like what like drove it even further home is anime club. Mm. Yeah, like high school's anime club, like We had an anime club in my high school. And then like I mean, it, it's probably still going on, but like it wasn't as prominent, but go ahead. No, it's cool. It's cool. But like, can you guys keep that conversation? We'll have to use the restroom real quick. But I won't be. Oh uh, no, deaf, deaf. I'll be right back. You keep talking. We won't go. We'll stay live. Nah, deaf. But like the anime club, like we would always be learning more about anime, and that's what made me realize that it had a sort of culture around it, and like it was something that I really wanted to learn more about because they would capture all this stuff that you know mainstream 
American cartoons just wouldn't, you know, they wouldn't touch it. Right, like, I swear to God, like, all right, so American cartoons, right? Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I'm about to like this shit. Like, I'm I'm tweaking, tweaking. Uh, Yeah, but, like, American cartoons, man, like, they just don't hit it. Like, okay, I give, it's always problem of the week. Never a continuation. Like, literally the first time I've ever seen it as a kid with, like, American cartoons was X-Men and Spider-Man. Yeah. They just continued on. It's like, yeah, maybe the villain of the week and that nigga, like, is just, like, on some bullshit, but they continue on, like, certain parts of a story. So, like, all the Marvel joints was, like, pretty good, but, like, you know, anything else, like, there are other things that, like, all right, like, nowadays, you know, more so, like, current day, like, you know, what what's one? What's one? Um I'm sorry. Avatar. There you go. Avatar. Avatar. Yeah, like they'd always focus on in American cartoons, I feel like they'd always focus on the character more than how the story affects the character. So like it'd just be, oh, the character is this way, he's not changing. Let's just put him in all these wacky situations and see what he does as this character. But the character themselves, they never grow. In an anime, they actually grow Bro. and change, you know, and learn lessons. Even and, Goku changes yeah. after a while. Like, like for instance, like in the current uh, manga, Dragon Ball Super, um, Goku's realizing that these new power-ups that he's getting are not you know, are not meant to be used for trans as transformations. Like Ultra Instinct and that. Oh shit. Yep, got my keys. <laughs> Just making sure. Shit. I'm like shit. I thought I thought something fell out of my pocket. But yeah, like Goku like Goku has to understand now that like him using um Ultra Instinct and shit is not a transformation. It's it's a technique more than a transformation. You know, it's like it's giving him a bit more so like it's giving it's giving the character vulnerability. You know, like he's now learning that it's like because I mean in Z it was like, oh, it gotta get to the next level. Now he's in the same mindset of getting to the next level, but oh wait, hold on. Uh it's let me understand this now. And it's giving Vegeta a little more shine because Vegeta's a warrior. Like, he understands how to learn techniques and fight. But, yeah, it's it, yeah, it's like, in that sense of, like, you know, character growth. Like, yeah, that's, that's something that anime really does. Like, as much as people want to say that, like, Certain animes don't do that. Like, we saw Naruto uh, grow from a boy to a man to everybody in JoJo and the whole... uh, Through the whole bloodline just, right, just progressing. Even though they're having this, this, like, (laughs) generational fight. Mm Mm-hmm. With the same nigga, no less. With the same person, right? Like I know nothing about anime, and I've okay. I've seen like three movies, four movies. 
Which ones? Howl's Moving Castle, Spirited Away. I've seen that one. The first one I haven't seen, but yeah. Ghost in the Shell. That's awesome. And I'm drawing a blank on the fourth one. Pretty much the ones that are very popular, the classics that a lot of people know. You've seen if the Miyazaki films. Yeah. You've seen Akira or Akira? Yes. Yes, that's. I think that's the fourth one. I'm. I'm really bad with the names. That's how little I know. You know. Akira. Oh my god. Akira that's, is not a Miyazaki film, but it is a classic. Man, that is that's the joint. I would um, love to to kind of learn more about it. I don't know if I would go as full <laughs> as far as like you guys, you know, but I'd like to like watch more of it. Akira, I'll put it like this. It's as long as the Bible, <laughs> <laughs> but. Thankfully, there's more action pages than text, mm. and you'll you'll get into it. There's a lot of text in the beginning, and it slowly dies down later on. But mm. I get a to my memory, but maybe I'm tweaking. But <laughs> I get a oh man, that's oh man, that's an amazing that's an amazing manga. Like the movie, it, I'll put it like this. Okay, you, you have you read the wa- the Watchmen? No, no, I have not. Okay, I'll say this in comparison to American and Japanese, you know, literature and entertainment, right? Mm-hmm. Where the Watchmen comic book and the movie is to the movie is where. Akira is in the sense of the manga and the movie. There is just too fucking much to put in. Mm-hmm. You know, like I will argue, I will agree on the argument that the sex scenes was too damn long and it was unnecessary. Mm. But it's not often you hear that about a movie. I mean, I ain't gonna front. You watch that motherfucker, like it's kind of like, eh. yeah. Yeah. It's a little gratuitous, like yeah, like like right. It's, it's really gratuitous. It's like if, it's like if, if y'all want to do that, make a, make a porn. Like I know man. what you're saying. Like make a hentai. Yeah, right. Like, <laughs> but I could uh, but I mean I, I'll compare. But I could didn't have that. But like, you know that that's the, I was like for those who ain't paying attention. Now I was talking about Watchmen. <laughs> Because I ain't going to front out. That shit was kind of like, all right, I get it. Yeah. yeah. Rated R set. Anyways. But, like, those two in the same sense, it's like there's too much mm-hmm. text you put in on the actual movie. Like, they really, like, took bits and pieces from every little part and shit. Like, kind of like how they did Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. You know, they made three movies, but. They could have been a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, if it was, if they did the same thing that a lot of TV shows do now, where they could take 10 episodes, 10 one hour episodes, you know, or even more than that, like multiple seasons, three, four, five, six seasons, you could really tell a magnificent story with a lot of depth and character building, you know, and you can get viewers, listeners engaged a lot more easily. So it seems like that's. Very similar to anime. They I'll have say. really in-depth stories, and they—that's why there's like a lot, a lot of TV shows, right? Yeah. So you can explain more when you have a lot of TV shows doing it. Like oh. in-depth, uh, in-depth stories, and interesting and well-written characters, right? Like, yeah. Like for instance, like and and for the sake of being succinct, I'll just say like 
I'll fast forward, like, because I'm sorry, I've been going through, like, no, good, man. my fucking entire life story. <laughs> no, like, it's all good. It's, yeah, I feel man. like I'm on a fucking, like, couch in a shrink's office. Fuck. <laughs> Yo. But no, nah, like. This is my little brother, everybody. Little kid. He is. No, look, at, look into the camera, my man. He's dressed like Android 17. You see how bad I feel? I feel like I should have dressed as Sheena if I knew this was going to happen. You're a Whitney Houston fan for Halloween. Yes. There you go. No, 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 no. If I was going to be a Whitney Houston fan, I would have got the Martin shirt, Whitney, Whitney Hudden. <laughs> <laughs> I would have got that shirt. Man. I, I bought, I'm, 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 for the, I'm actually for to buy that shirt, too. Yeah. Man. I mean, yeah, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna buy that shit. So if y'all, <laughs> so when y'all see me, if y'all don't, if y'all don't recognize my face, Doctor Quinn, I'm. You see this Winnie Houston shirt? Yeah, I'm. I'm a trading name for a Winnie Hudden. Where did that name? Where did that name derive from, Doctor Quinn? Where'd that come from, Doctor Quinn? Yeah, for you. All right, all right. So, woo. So <laughs> years ago, um. If you look it up, um, I was under an old alias, but the collaborative project was with uh, Grill Billions. And shout out to the homie, man. Grill fucking cold. Grill, Grill Billions. But he went under Mad C. And, hmm, is it time? Nah, it's not time yet. I'll wait for the third installment to give y'all that one. Because right now I'm promoting Gucci's God and God is A thing. You got the, you got, wait, hold on, wait, do I have it on me? Let me see some before we. Cause I know I got a sec. Cause if you didn't bring it up, I got a second one. I I peep bits and pieces of this album, and I can vouch that it is fucking cold as shit. You have no other reason not to like. How many songs are on it? Um, I don't know how many, but I will say you have all you have all the reasons and excuses to cop it. It's disgusting out. It's a Chicagoan fall. The wind is pretty much unbearable. I, I don't even know how niggas are trick-or-treating in this. Just stay the fucking doors. Get this album. Fucking vibe out. It's a fun time. Like, shit, Black Friday is coming up. There's another reason. Fucking get it. Oh, man. Keep yourself fucking Downstairs. warm with that fire. Because, like, this man just covered a lot of different topics. And I'd say this was very thematically strong for him. Just, oh, like, you, by virtue of me listening to it. Not by virtue of it, but as I listen to it, I'm just, like... It's very, very, it's very deep. It's very lyrically deep. It's very conceptual. It's very, I'm trying to think of the proper way to state this. It really takes a lot of the facets, the deep facets of Quinn's mind and puts them in the forefront, which is something that I appreciate artistically. And that's something that I always like seeing him do. So like, yeah, Gooch is God and God is a thing. Like, let let it be known that it is one of his magnum opuses. Where did that name come from? The album name. So the album name, man. So first off, yo, we gotta go. I don't know. Did you bring that shirt from? Did you bring that shirt from? I uh, forgot to grab that shirt. It's okay. Well, let me. Let's. We can still show it. So I'm gonna show the shirt, yo. I'm grading him. Well, since my man is awesome and out of nowhere reached me, uh, I'm gonna tell you how how this happened. <laughs> he, he emailed me. And I damn near got scammed into another show one time. And then I had to double check myself, right? And I was like, wait, so he asked me to perform? Yeah. I bet. I'm down. <laughs> <laughs> so after the performance, he, uh, 
you know, he, I, you know, I saw the crew shirts that uh, his crew was wearing. I was like, yeah, I love, I love those baseball shirts. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm in the fashion. That's that's how I am. So I mean, as a, you know, as an equal trade, you know, because I mean, I, I love this man. You know, he's cool. He's, he's dope as fuck. Like, Thank you. Yeah, you know, you know, I gotta, gotta give him one of these. That's a sick shirt. Where where did that design come from? Oh, and who man. made it? It's cool. Oh man, deep dive in the Queen's mind. So <laughs> this segues into the actual album. I'm actually happy that we're talking about this too. Are you gonna get it on vinyl? I really want to, but at the moment, man, like it's hard. It no, nah, it's not hard. Actually, it's not hard. It's, not, <laughs> it's just more so the fact of like you know. Me, you know, shouts, you know, shouts to Big Tape Records, Nate, Seti, Razon, you know, us two. This is my vice pres, little, and my little brother. I'm the president, CEO, whatever, you know, whatever, you know. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, you know, we, we do this, we we do that on our music, but um, that's your own record label. Yeah, it's our own record label. And what's that called? Bit Tape Records. That's a cool name. Who came up with that? Yours truly. That's cool. If you want creative freedom and, you know, just the freedom to express yourself in any way you so choose and you just happen to live in the Chicagoland area, we're talking like Chicago, South Suburbs. We want to collab. That's all it is. You know, like we want to collab with y'all. Yeah. Like we are an alternative sound first and foremost, I believe. I could I could be wrong. That is just the way I look at bit tape. But we are like we are an alternative sound. And we take pride in that because we're trying to do things that are off the beaten path, like just first and foremost. So, so all right, so the Gooch, right? Yeah. So I was talking to, um, so we were we were talking before about this, right? So like, remember different strokes. Mm-hmm. So the bully uh, was named the Gooch, right? That was the nickname of the bully, right? That uh, Arnold had to deal with with that. Uh, uh, Lord rest his soul, uh, Gary Coleman. Mm-hmm. And uh, come to find out, the Gooch is a girl, you know? And I was like, that's funny as hell. Like, oh, shit, the Gooch? I'm, uh, and then uh, I heard um, uh, uh, Clan in the front from Wu-Tang. Up, up from the 36 Chambers, it's the Gooch. And RZA took that moniker, and I'm like, okay, that's that's hard. And the reason I took it from that is like ASAP Rocky took Pretty Flocko from Most Deaf. And I'm like, that's actually a hard ass name. And so what what came, so how it came about was like in in that instant was this. I was talking to somebody. We we're talking on Snapchat. And then, you know, I just sent, you know, she sent me her face. I sent, I was going to send me, send, send her my face. I was going to be goofy and shit. I was going to make myself like the Joker. I'm like, why the fuck everybody want to be the Joker? Why do I want to choose that shit? Mm-hmm. So I said, fuck that. I so I made my face different, right? So I had my, um, I had my little, uh, little fur snow cap, you know, you know, those little Russian hats and shit. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, uh, took a picture of my face and then blacked it out like you see on there and shit. Mm. And then she was like, what the fuck is that? I don't know, the Gooch. <laughs> <laughs> Did she roll with it, though? 
I didn't care because I rolled with it because I was like, you know what? That's going to be the first EP I do. <laughs> and so after LBs, I, um, uh, because LBs came out in a, technically on the internet, 2012. It really came out in 2011. But, that, but the 2012 version, so, like, if you got a VPN, you can find the Japanese version. The Japanese version is the actual true version. I'll, I'll say the old alias now. Y'all going to get the exclusive, you know. All right, here we go. Matt C and I2K. Space. E. I mean, lowercase e. Lo, Capital L. Uh, capital L, period, B, apostrophe S. And if you have a VPN and go and have and go to Japan, you'll hear the the actual uncut version of it. Is that it, it it's the better version of that shit. Mm. Yeah. I'm just I like I just like I mean you know like with with this new album coming out you know I, I have to reveal myself a little more. Sure. When does it come out? Oh, tomorrow. On Halloween, Sunday. Oh uh, yeah. Well, this will come out Wednesday, so the album will be out already for th- three days. Yeah. But like that's how I mean well well the um, that's how the EP came about because we we're assigned to reserved. Mm-hmm. And shouts to John and all of them, Tomorrow Kings, my brother, my big bros, our big bros. More so our big, big bros. If it wasn't for them, this wouldn't happen. And so um, I thought about, like, doing a sequel for a while. And over time, I was like, all right, let me just, let me, let me just do it, you know? So I think the very first... Alright, so 2017, right? 2017. The very first track was Butter. The very first track. I didn't even think I'll make the very first track my first track. Because I normally I don't. You know, normally any artist doesn't really make their first track their very first track. So it's like, alright, I wanna open it with that. After that, boom, butter. And so, this album's more so, like, more artistic than the last one. It's very art, well, not more artistic than the last one, but just on a different level. Because the first time I did the, because uh, had, had it not been for COVID, I would have done the same thing. Because the first time I came out with the Gooch, with or, or the prequel to this, um, I actually had a uh, an art exhibition featuring five different artists. You know, they hanged out painting, hanged up, they hung up paintings. I said hanged, hung up paintings and um, presented their art. Buy My Drugs was there. You know, shouts to Denmark and Azarias. Uh, and Ely, Ely X, uh, in Polite Society. If y'all know who they is, check them out or know who they is because that's Chicago history. There, there will be no written if it, was, if it wasn't for uh, In Polite Society. Dead ass. <laughs> but, um, I'm 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 dead ass with that, but um you know when it can't but um but uh you know with COVID going on you know I wanted to release it after five years because it came out in 2015, mm-hmm. but you know like with everything with everything going on things slowly opening back up I'm not tripping about releases because I mean I mean I I got 
I've attained certain things. So I'm not even tripping. But it's more so like, I, you know, like, keep creating that album. You know, it didn't, you know, it took some years. But, it, you know, in the sense of like, yeah, it took some years to write. You don't rush art, artisticness. You know, you know, you have to, you have to really like nurture that in the sense, you know, like get yourself in the right mindset. Cause like this shit is like a, this is a different mindset for me. Like you got Dr. Quinn, split them up into three personalities. Dr. Quinn in the middle. That's the, um, what the fuck? That's the super ego. The, e uh, Don Briscoe, that's the ego. The God Gooch, that's the id. The id is just is isn't the purpose of just do. You know, like I'm I'm here with it. Like it's all debauchery in this next album. It's all debauchery, you know, like it's very you know, like right, I'm not, right, it's just speaking on in the sense of this, like in the sense of debauchery, like I speak in double and triple entendres, and most people won't even recognize that have I not say it. But it's more so about, you know, like when I was talking about, like, being in a private school and learning about religion, like, talking about false idols, you know. I talk about, like, if if for, for those who heard my work, you know, like, I always talk about the Midas touch. I talk about the golden calf. I talk about, you know, I got a fucking song called John the Baptist. Right. You know, and I'm talking about the king, in right, the whole damn story. You know, and I got re I gotta reread it to make sure I did it right. Like, you know, I'm like, shit, like, did I do that shit right? <laughs> but like, it's talking about false idols and making yourself feel known. You know, like it 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 really talks about the sense of what's being a god and what's truly god. Mm. You know, like I could say I'm God, not in the sense of being crazy. Like, oh, I'm God. I, I made the world. Uh, you know, no, 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 no. I create what what the fuck I survey. It's out of that. It's out. Is you know, it's out. It's out of the five percent of language in that sense. You know, like what Wu Tang should be doing. You know, it's, it's out of that. You know, in the sense of like you create what you survey. You know, not in the sense like that's why I be saying like, what up, God? How you doing, God? Because I look at everybody as a person that's a creator. They can create what they survey and what they can change, you know? And with this new album, it's more so like about, okay, are... Now, I'm not asking you the question. There you go. I'm not asking you the question. It's more so like you may, you may want to ask yourself that question. Are you changing your surroundings? You know, because like I'm speaking on a whole bunch of debauchery, but does that debauchery control you? But I feel like the the overarching theme is for you. Um, if I if I were to restate it in a different way, it's that when you're addressing the listener, you are addressing them as though they are of God. Therefore, by that by that fact, they are in essence a God. Yep. Yeah. And I like that. That's very deep. Yep. Hmm. Do you, do you face your own 
like where you where you get your 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 lyrics from? Do, do they come from a place of facing your own ego a lot? Life is all from life. You know, like it's really all from life. Like I had like from the the conversation we had we we've been we haven't already. That's where this all comes from. It's like yeah, you know. I speak on the racism. I speak on my own mental health. I personally go through depression. I tweet about it. I put put it on the gram. You know, I try to tell people, you know, in the sense of, like, I don't tell people what's going on. I make it a bit vague. Like, you seen it last year. Like, I was like, hey, look, I, I can't deal right now, but just understand I'm going to be okay. I keep it vague in that sense because it's like I want y'all to know that and I want y'all to know that you are not alone. You are not alone. Because I don't want I don't want anyone to feel that there cuz I mean, I don't know. Maybe I've saved someone from depression. I'm not looking at it that way. I just want people to know that like they're not alone. Yeah. You know, it's a it's a fucked up place. You know, and I battle it. It creeps up. Like, I saw a meme earlier today, like, when your depression just turns up, and you try to say no, like, damn. Ugh. That's exactly how it works. It's like, yeah, we're going to... No. Ugh. No. Yeah. And, you know, it's... You know, like, it's... It all very much comes from a real place, you know? Like, I don't... Sp- I can't speak on some of that crime shit, but it at the end of the day it comes from a real place, and I you know and I want you know like I like I tell him I I tread the line like Batman, you know Batman don't use guns but we'll beat your ass in submission, mm-hmm. you know and it's that line of treading it's like okay, either a heavy hospital bill or death. And it's like, you choose the other way. It's like, all right, you got to owe up to it. You know, so it's more like, what are you about? And that's kind of the thing that I, I, I stick with a code of honor. You know, like, I don't talk about shit that I don't know. I know shit, but I don't play with it. You know, it's just like spoon feeding just a little tad bit. There's just some things I say or things I put in, but it's never a, ah, uh, he, he trying, nope. I'm not trying to be anything. I'm not trying to have anybody think I'm doing this. Like, don't let the change confuse y'all. You know, this is all fun. This is only for the album, you know. Halloween. Yeah. You know, this is all for for fun. No, it is not Halloween shit. <laughs> but still, it's, it's, it's for the, but it's like, it's like the idea, like I've been, tro- I've been honestly trolling this. Remember, that, remember the last show, bro? Let me make sure. You mean DZ? Mm-hmm. The last one we did. No, no, the other one we did uh, in Midlothian. Oh, word, yeah. Yeah, Cash, Cash was upset. They were so mad. They at- was upset. I had, I had all four on. You was on your Mr. T shit, and like people like scoffed. They what? were looking at your shit and they Why? was they wanted to put the you know how on YouTube they do the little diamond tester the 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 density testers on rappers chains and they shit? wanted they scoffed. They were just like, "Oh, 
like like where you get them shits from a vending machine like fuck no nah, he's trying to portray an image he is he is not a parody of it but he is a statement on all of these different stereotypes of the rap image that you guys cling to so much like exactly yeah, exactly and I've, I've i've vibed with it like it's is we i'm just being very again like we, like we always say it's being disrespectful yeah like it's like in the in a in a good way it's like you know, like, I ain't sitting there saying it's good to be disrespectful, but it's, like, it's more controversy in the sense of, like, ah, oh, shit, who do you think he is? Well, I feel like I'm better than you right now because of this new album. Mm-hmm. You know, like, if the na- if the title was God, Go- it's called Gooch is God and God is anything, what the fuck you think I'm going to do to promote it? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm a, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not the biggest fan of Ye, but I'll take a page from his playbook in the sense of, Hey, and a lot of other rappers, even like Tyler, you know, like I saw this is this is an artist on Instagram that like paints people from the ages and shit, you know, like Anvic, you know, like you like you have a certain age of you, you know, like where you come from and where you go. You know, there was the Gooch Dr. Quinn that was like dressed a little nice, but a little grungy in black. Then he had what? Bright lights and lo-fi that was all like looking like most deaf and a, like a neo soul dude. Mm-hmm. That's where I met you. Right. Then you had. Yeah, a, how did you guys meet? Music Garage. Yeah. Um, yeah. What happened was, I met like like when me and Quinn. For those sorry for those listening, what is Music Garage? Can you explain to people? Oh yeah, yeah. Music Garage. It's I think it's located more out west, but I'm not sure. It's by Again, Cermak. It's by Cermak, yeah. Again, Wait, is it by Cermak? No, no, no. Uh, I forgot what's called. I had to look it up. Again, me... like, full disclosure, I can't geography. But, like... I can't either. Yeah, but, like, anyway, Music Garage, they have a bunch of different studios, real souped-up studios, and, like, that's their that's their main function. They rent them out. So they rent out studio yeah. space for, mm-hmm. for uh, yeah, so... Like, yeah, but anyway, they used to have open mics. They discontinued them shits, but they when they had them... They were fire, even though it was always random order and it didn't matter. Like, actually, the way I remember it, sometimes they went random order. Sometimes they went first come, first serve. But the times it went random order, it just made you want to commit Japanese ritual suicide. Like, (laughs) it really did. Because you're just like, I made it so... I made it so... I could get there first. I just pushed anything out the way, and now you're going to say random order? Like, it was almost like an affront to me. Like, I, I did... Of course, it's not, but you just feel it. Just like, uh. But anyway, that's not... That's neither here nor there. I was there. I was performing Black Mages in my kitchen, which is what an unreleased track, and I performed it in front of Quinn. Uh, he was there. He saw me with the Triforce necklace, it, and like... So I, was, I was with my lady at the time, and now... Oh, I swear to God, I, be, like at the time, like I didn't know how far deep we were either in the game with each uh, as individuals. Mm-hmm. I, I, I noticed my girl at the moment. I was like, hey, he can rap. She's like, how you know? Like, I one of two things. It's no different than track. He got that Triforce necklace, right? Made of Legos. <laughs> he ain't gonna flex that shit for nothing. He either gonna be real or he gonna be trash. Yeah, like that was the whole thing. Like I was, I, I, I that was one of my. You were saying like how rappers are throughout the ages. In the beginning, it was nothing but like Lego pieces and like chains. 
with Lego medallions on the end. So I had one of a Triforce. I had one of a Kirby. I had one of a Spike Turtle from Super Mario. But anyway, I came there with a Triforce, and I wrapped my shit. And I, I also listened to him rap his shit. Didn't you perform that day? No, I didn't. You did. You, you did. You did. You did three songs. The one. No, no you did politicians and PSA. Uh yeah, yeah. That's the, that's the time I saw you did politicians and PSA. Oh dang! I thought I did black mages, but anyway. No, you did do black mages. Yeah, I remember that. But yeah, you like after, that night. like I didn't mean to cut you off. My bad. No, but yeah. but like no, nah, after that, like Quinn just hit me up. It was real, like out of the blue, and and at first I was just like, I listened to his voice. I'm like, you know what? No, first, no, first off, I walked up to him. I was like, bro, we we on the same level of weirdness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's, Sorry, let's, I left that part let's, out let's, because let's, you just knew right away. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. Just, I just knew right away. Like right. this, yo, I, I'm like. Like, we did chop it up because, like, you noticed, like, I always felt like whoever noticed the the Triforce and knew what it was, they was already <laughs> a real one just by virtue of that. So, like, me and him, we just kind of clicked over that. We exchanged numbers. And the first time we linked up, we actually just, you know, smoked a blunt and talked about our different interests. We both were nerds. We both liked video games. We both fuck with anime. And after a while, that's how The Citizen was born because we was always talking about all these different anime references in our rhymes and who we looked at and looked up to as far as rhymes were concerned. He got me hip to West Side Gun and shit. Like, as far as rapping is concerned, I got him hip to like my influences, like, you know, shoot zero. Zero. And knowledge, no, like... No, I mean, I've been on I've been on knowledge, but, like, you got me into a uh, bus driver. Bus driver is that shit. You got me into bus driver. What's bus... I don't... I'm not familiar with bus driver. Yeah, you got... I, I can't even describe bus mm. driver. He's you the got, best you, known for his song in um, Tony Hawk Underground, like, uh, imaginary places. I'm just here to hold your hand when you die and to show you about imaginary places. Put your bloody lumps on my bloody stump. You know, like, that shit Wait, is... all right. So now I'm, now I'm being... Now I'm ignorant. All right, so yeah, I'll admit that one. I, he made that shit? Yeah. <laughs> God damn, that's well, him. What's it called? I'm gonna look it up. Imaginary bus, Places. Imaginary Places by Bus that. Driver. Yeah, you got me more hip than the bus driver, man. Man, I ain't even talked to you about bus driver that much. That's we can do that. We can just yeah, like we really talk bus about driver, that. Man. Man. Okay, I got her right here, Mitch. I'm gonna put it in my place. Bus driver and zero. Zero and yeah, he Man, all right. So to keep it keep in short, man, all right, yo, yo, with the anime and hip hop, like how, like, so how we all right, so like how I got into anime in that sense, it's like my I didn't even know it at the time, but my dad got me into uh, Speed Racer mm -hmm. and Astro Boy. And then uh, later on, you know, I started recognizing that, like, Street Fighter and shit was, like, from Japan. Mm -hmm. But, um, motherfucking Dragon Ball Z. Motherfucking Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> gotta, be, gotta be like champagne. Motherfucking Dragon Ball Z. So anime has been a big influence. It really have for has been for a long time, and it's like, like the it, like, but the my favorite I'll say of all time will still be Bust between. Well, well, yeah, no, nah, it, it's, it's Gachaman, mm. Gachaman, and then like second, 
will be like the Devilman OVAs. You know, I love Devilman Crybaby. It's cold as shit. Like I feel like if you were if they were to implement the story of Amon, the apocalypse of Devilman into the Devilman uh Crybaby series, it, that that'd have been good. Cause I mean, that would have chronologically told the story of uh Fudo Akira um going into it. But then um then there's Akira, and that's that's awesome. I mean, I can get in that all day, but like, like growing up, like listen, like like watching those, you know, like I saw like, like I felt an anime was so much different, you know, like we were just talk saying earlier, like it was so much different, like you had more, you had more like uh, uh, women who are heroes and shit, you know, mm. like Idia, Aiko and Biko, you know, uh, uh, Outlaw Stark. I wouldn't even count that one, man. Outlaw Star was a little bit more sexualized, but I would say like I mean, hey, you could be sexy and still be a hero. Sailor <laughs> True. That you were so but I mean, I'm just saying hey, in the sense of like the who the main protagonist is. That's fair. Like the main protagonist, yeah. But like then there's you know, then you got well, I mean, all right, since that's the second, I mean, I'd be like, oh, you make a kiss. No, no, Sailor Moon was dope. Sailor Moon is that shit. I watched Sailor that when Moon I was, a was kid. that fuck. Bro, ain't, I ain't gonna lie, that. man. Sailor Moon broke certain barriers. Yeah. It, it broke it, certain it had barriers. It a, a great years. female empowerment uh, to me. Well, not even it. just that, it broke a lot of uh, sexual barriers. Well, like, as a young boy watching it, like, as you, it was coming out. Did you know about, uh, like, so you know about, uh, what, what Sailor Saturn? Say, oh, no, no. What are the other? What were the other planets? There were do. There were there were men, but then there there the starlights. Yeah, the starlights. The yes. starlights were trans. Like yeah, the stars were trans. Hmm. And I don't remember. Yeah, that's because yeah. it was Sailor Stars. Like, uh, it, in total, there are two hundred episodes of Sailor Moon. Yeah, literally. And the last, like, season of them were only available in Japan. Why Why is it that they always come out with characters that are way stronger than the main protagonist and, but like, and like don't try? I, I get tired of that. I mean, they wanted... I, I feel like the way that they tell that story is just so, like, they can show that the main character is going through some kind of growth. Like, the outer sailors... Mm. The, out, the outer planet That's sailor word. scouts... Like uh, Uranus and Neptune and Pluto, and I guess we can add Saturn to that. They are all stronger than Sailor Moon in most situations. They could fucking Facts. mop. They could fucking mop the floor with her just by virtue of their abilities. Even Venus can whoop her ass. Yeah, because she's been just, in the game longer. Because she right, she got combat skills alone. <laughs> yeah, like, but uh, but the whole thing about it is, I mean, in, they you, got a lot of sexual empowerment in that aspect. You mm, know, like, yeah, I mean. I'm not trying to be very ignorant on that. You know, it's like I haven't seen all the episodes like that, but it's like from what it portrays, it's like it was before its time when it came out, you know, because that's kind of like, oh, shit, like we ain't talking about that here. I mean, we do, but we make fun of it, but it ain't making fun of it over there. Hmm. But like, yeah, like, even uh, Gachaman, like Gachaman, and I say this about Gachaman, right? Like uh, most people will remember it as uh, Battle of the Planets or G Force. 
I remember is G Force when I first saw it. And I first and I that was probably like with uh maybe the one of yeah, 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 that's yeah, during that time I did recognize anime. Mm -hmm. It was just older. And so then um when Gatchaman came out, um or G Force came out, you know, I you know you know what's so funny about uh, America, right? Like say they had giant robot battles and shit and they're fighting in the city or Superman's fighting in the city, the city's ha the city happens to be abandoned. Yeah, nah, yeah, they censored it in that sense to make it like that to say it like that, but mm -hmm. nah, there were scenes where niggas was dying. And it's like, yeah, during a battle like that in the middle of the city, yeah, people will be dying. Oh yeah. In anime niggas die. Like that. <laughs> For real, they die for real. Like it's it's, but it's like that's Violent. the thing about America. That's like I don't like about its uh, animation in that sense. It's like we have to watch like, and maybe it's about the film industry and shit, you know. But I don't know. But it's like I, I don't I don't like that, you know. Like yeah. anime taught more lessons than it would would have taught like than like a more American joints. Mm -hmm. In that sense of like, oh, yeah, like if you shoot somebody, they'll die. Plain and simple. Power Rangers. Yeah, they got, no one's talking about the fact that it's called Super Sentai and they have special armor. I but, didn't know that. Even mm -hmm. in Sailor Moon, niggas die. Like the yep. the the like the the inner five sailor scouts, they all died one by well no four of the five of them died one by one, and like Sailor Moon had to resurrect them with the power of love, like and and it was the, so I swear to God, <laughs> and you were saying power that like Sailor of love that's pretty much what it was like it's all symbolic when it comes to magical girl anime. They always have really that. Is. They always have that symbolic thing that their power is supposed to represent. Mm -hmm. Like in, in Madoka Magica, I think it's supposed to be the the hopes of humanity and the hopes of humanity. Oh my god! Yeah, like I need to I need to rewatch that one, man. Even Sora from Kingdom Hearts, he he registers to me as the world's first magical boy. Like because <laughs> <laughs> proven that man can do it too. Because like throughout the whole thing, there are all these ambiguous just like yes, concepts. We yes, we laugh at it, but we laugh at it in the sense of a reaction of like, oh man, that is true though. Like the gummy ship is powered <laughs> by laughter. <laughs> the, the 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 enemies are the heartless. The the key enemy are the heartless, and the reason that they are the enemies is because they feed off of things like despair, yeah, and anger and hate, and hate, yeah. You guys got you guys go deep with this. Yeah, wow. I mean, like it's it's a really conceptual time, and also you, one thing I will cite is that it's funny that you say that Sailor Moon is like it, it's sexually liberated when Sailor Moon. I had to get over this myself because I didn't watch Sailor Moon when most people would. I watched it when I was like like eighteen or something. I binged all two hundred episodes yeah. and. I, I had to realize that it, it occurred to me almost five episodes in, like, yo, why does Sailor Moon dress like this when she's 14? Like, mm. yeah. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I that mean, was very I didn't weird. I about that when I was like, I seven. mean, I'd be like, not to be like, you know, weird like that. It's just kind of like, 
<laughs> it's it's like we gotta re- we gotta remember like most cartoons, you know, like because I mean I saw that when I was like how old was I? Fucking seven. Mm. Yeah, I was like seven. Yeah, me too. That. But I not I didn't pay attention really. You know? But it was like, but like when I, but like when you get older and the and the internet was like coming out like that, like you like see about certain things. Like I started looking up more Dragon Ball episodes like that, and then like my sister was more into Sailor Moon than I was, but I actually still liked it because it was like it wasn't like a girl thing. Like mm-hmm. it was like, you know, like the main protagonists are always like kids for some reason. You know, that's kind of why I find Evangelion funny. Like, oh, let's put this real little boy in this anime situation. <laughs> and another way, another thing I'll say is that me and Quinn, when we created The Citizen, what really made us complement each other so well is that I was into shoujo and seinen. He was into shonen and seinen. And so I would... Wait, wait, what's shoujo again again? Shoujo is for girls. Oh, theoretically speaking, or, or demographically was, speaking. Was, well, yeah, I was watching a lot of shoujo. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> take it back. No, you were watching a lot of shonen. Yeah, I was. Uh, I can't. I couldn't take fruit basket. That was fruits basket. Is it that shit? Fruit basket is my jam. Like <laughs> I, I need. To, I need to watch it now. I think I feel nowadays I can watch it, but like it's oh got God. a raw ass soundtrack. It's got like. <laughs> It's, it's got well-written I've characters. Heard it, I heard it was actually more darker than what it's supposed to be, but god damn. I love, I love how you guys are, like, sitting here discovering things about each other, and I'm just, like, viewing, like, your friendship just, like, change differently and, like, get tighter or, like, get more aware of each other. Like, oh, I had no idea that you do. Oh, no, that. he's heard my plight about Fruit Basket before. Have I? Yeah. Refresh me? Time is it? Do you guys I've said that for years. Oh shoot, six fifty forty eight. Damn. <laughs> how, how long is this podcast supposed to go on? Uh, yeah, my it's bad. been like two hours and fifteen minutes. Oh damn, time flies. Did you guys know that? I didn't know. What, how long do you think it's been? I feel like I've. This has been a very tangential conversation. There are yeah. so many loose ends that I haven't tied up. Yeah, there is. I know. There is, right, but like, right. I think. I think I'm gonna just maybe explain uh, all the details about like your record and where people can find it. And anything else you have going on that you want to promote and talk about, and then you know maybe someday we can have a part two of this and and, and tie blue sense. Oh yes, that'd be. You know, you guys have a show at. It'd be somewhere at eight, right? Yeah, yeah. We yeah, gotta we be do, in Midlothian at eight. Yeah, we. Yeah, yeah. We should end this now <laughs> because of time. And I have a Halloween party starting too, which I totally Holy forgot about. Fucking shit. <laughs> that's where that. That's like you heard people talking. Nah, more, you know? nah, you good, man. Yeah, but yeah, and yo, no, there's a lot more to talk about. But yeah, promote your record. And promote any anything you've coming out. Brain, <laughs> there Aguayas. you go. Aguayas, yeah. Hey, uh, it's the Lord Don Brownsville, Bristol God Goose, Lord Gluttony, Dr. Quinn, bringing mass hysteria to Ben and Brain's area with Ben Aguayas. Yeah, and, and I got my little bro. Yeah, you already know what it is. Like I said, GM from your BM's DM. Making the nasty to your ear. It's Lil Kid, the trench coat wizard, the asterisk. I go by many names. I hail from the south suburbs of Chicagoland area, Illinois. And you will find my boy, Dr. Quinn, at DRXQUINX. Or, and look out for the album dropping 
on Halloween. And if y'all have, by the time this is posted, go support the Bandcamp because it will come out on all streaming services later. So, do you know when? Oh, yeah, by Friday. Oh, okay. So, yeah. this will be out two days before that. So, that's good. So, yeah. And two no. more days. So, yeah, it will come out. Some, so, yeah, it's going to go out on Bandcamp uh, tomorrow. So, at D R X Q U I N N X. And you can find my man at L I L underscore K Y D D. Don't go to just straight L I L K Y D D. Do not. They, they hack that shit hack and, and, they're, and they're trying to push Bitcoin scams on that shit. Like, don't so, do it. L, <laughs> so, at L I L underscore K-Y-D-D and follow me at D-R-X-Q-U-I-N-N-X you heard me wonderful thank you both gentlemen it's been a pleasure I learned a lot I uh, discovered a lot and I I don't know I really look forward to the next time we hang out the next conversation last thing I will say sure watch if you want to get into anime and you mm-hmm. like seinen, I feel like this will help. Like this will definitely fit with your demographic. I'd say. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do da da da. It's yeah. That's a good one. D u r a r a r a. Basically, basically, it's an like. It's supposed to mimic the the revving of a motorcycle. It's it's staged in Ikebukuro, which is one of the three main cities in Tokyo. Okay. And it's an anime where every character matters. Every character grows. There's a whole Hold list on, of them, see, and it keeps growing. Mm-hmm. Just like that. Yeah. Okay. Got it. That, yeah, just like that. Just right. like that. I'm going to check that out. If you can text me that. It's on Netflix. Cool. I'm going to oh, check it that out. Oh, it is now? That's awesome. I'll check that out soon. Little kid. Dr. Quinn. It's been wonderful. Thank you again for your honesty and, and for just being yourselves and for your for your art and for your friendship. It's been great. My ba- my oh, brain so is officially well. bended. I feel like it's been <laughs> it's been turned into a pretzel. <laughs> like it's cool though because I'm happy about it and it is consensual. Therefore, it is right. I love it. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you both. It's been a pleasure. All right, take care, guys. Good to God and God is right.